in five, four, three, two, one. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Who are you? He had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute, I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos and motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. Welcome in, everybody. It is Wednesday, August 23rd. This is the Mike Rutherford Show coming to you from the remote University of Louisville College of Business Studios back here in Jeffersonville, Indiana. It's never felt so good to be back in Jeff, even though it's a million degrees outside. Reminder, Cards fans, take accounting to a whole new level. With UofL's Master in Accounting and Analytics, in-depth data analytics courses allow you to achieve a new mastery of accounting in this AACSB-accredited program. It's going to prepare you to graduate career-ready in just 12 months. If you want to find out how that's possible, visit business.louisville.edu backslash MSAA. It's going to give you all the info you need and more. We're on the air today from 3.06 until uh, 6 here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the United States of America. It's Mike Rutherford and Trevor Kelsey here on the Big X. After a interesting day at the fair yesterday where we had some technical difficulties, I'm glad to be back. Glad to be at our home base today. We're supposed to be back at the fair tomorrow and Friday, but I think we're going to need to – I'm going to need some assurances. One, I'm going to need the assurance that we're going to be able to get on the air on time. Two, I'm going to need the assurance that I'm going to be able to talk to Trevor without him echoing a billion times. I didn't – so did you listen to the podcast from yesterday? Were you – I did not. I didn't either, so I don't know if the podcast has you echoing as badly as you were live on the air. Because, I, again – I can always bring it up. All we had was the text line – telling us how bad this was and how, how funny it sounded and all this stuff. In my ears, it, you, you sounded perfectly fine. I mean, I heard it in my own. I'd hear myself echo, but it's not un, like uncommon. I, there's times I've done that. I just don't know. Like, I, I don't know. How, I don't know if it sounded the same way in my ear that it sounded on the ear is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah so I, I, don't know, I don't know what that was about. We got it fixed. At, I said it was going to get fixed at 542. It got fixed at 513, I believe, was the <laughs> final time. So we had that going for us. Then Patrick, as you... Actually, right. wasn't fixed as much as it was. We just found a way around it. Okay, yeah, yeah, you, you were, you were <laughs> yeah, manually. I had to mute. Yeah, to mute you in here. Yeah. yeah, which was was also kind of annoying. <laughs> so, I, I, before we go back out there tomorrow, we need to know that we're going to be able to get this figured out because I can't. One, I don't think Patrick's going to be out there again tomorrow, so I need somebody to talk to. Patrick, you can always just randomly grab somebody from walking by. We could. Now, apparently, you were echoing on the pod, so oh, okay. I do well, want to listen to that a little bit later because apparently your touchdown Cardinals call was was classic. I like to hear my Lou Gehrig call too, as well. Yeah, we need to go back and listen to that. Maybe we can just play that. Maybe a, we'll just play that hour on the air today. I'm a little amazed of all the suggestions people had, and they were great ones. We did the echo voice. No one once asked me to say, "Luke, I am your father." 
No, it didn't happen. Is that just still played out? Or are we just getting too old where just, people forgot that was like the go-to echoey voice thing? I guess. Maybe you've just seen, you just put Tommy Boy into much of a pedestal. Well, I do. I, who, I mean, who, who doesn't? Who I mean, doesn't yeah. I mean, seriously. You can argue me shallow hell all you want. By the way, how was Suicide King? Did you like it? I have not watched it. I've got still three full months. Don't, don't kill the football season, dude. Three months to watch it. We love this football season. Don't kill now, the football we, season. We've got to. I, I don't even know if you're aware of this. We need to talk about Patrick for a second. Young young Patrick Ryan, formerly known as an intern. He's now being paid here, so he's, he's just young Patrick Ryan. He's being paid? He's being paid. He's been I paid for a while. I need to expect things from him, I guess. So he, he, first of all, he ditched us in the, the last 45 minutes once you got your audio kind of fixed to go to a frat thing. He's already frat Pat. <laughs> oh, That's already happening. Do we know what fraternity he's joining? Did he say? He's just—he's rushing. He's—he's he's looking at. Oh, he's—he's he's gonna figure out which one he's gonna pledge. Okay. Now, yeah. but th- this is the real crux of the issue. I don't even know if you know this, Patrick, and I believe Trey, but I know Patrick for sure. Yeah. Is going to start doing board op work at six eighty. Oh, wow. He's going over to ESPN Louisville. He's that's, gonna, he's that's, that's fine because yeah, we don't. I mean, what, we, it's not like we need any help over here. No, let's just have Trevor just come in here seven days a week. It means more work for you, probably. I mean, it's not. I wouldn't. It's not actually. It's hard to call it work, but I mean, it is just kind of nice. Be able nice to know that you know someone says, "Hey, you want to do something?" I'm like, can't. I got to be at. I got to be at uh, the studio for nine hours. Do the IU game on Saturday. Patrick is. I mean, I've said before. I, I mean, it's know. not like his dad like owns the place or anything. I've said before, I see a little bit of myself in, in young Patrick Ryan. We have, we have some very similarities. He's already trying, though, because, I mean, I think I'm the only person that's worked for every single radio station in the entire city already. Ooh, yeah, because I never worked for 790. So, I mean, I've yeah. done 790. Well, I, never worked for 680, I did 680. I did 93.9. Ah, but you didn't work at the ticket where I started. I did work at the ticket back in the day where you started. I, I started doing the stuff with Matt Jones back in the, back on those days. Was that the – no, that wasn't Easton Stew. That was the one down, like, downtown, right? It was, but I, I went to, I've been to both. Okay, all right. And now Patrick, before he even turns nineteen, is trying. He's trying to touch all the bases. Yeah, he, he's been here. Now he's going over to six eighty. I'm sure they'll do that. Have him do some stuff over at ninety three nine. I don't know how I feel about this. Oh, Grossman did that too. He started here and went there. That's fine. But we hmm. need. I mean, look, Jack's dad doesn't own the station. No, I think he's a tailor. He's supposed to be big X to the core. Patrick is. <laughs> you and, would think. And now he's just. You know, he's pretty soon. He's just going to be. I don't know. Mimicking. Drew and Blankenbaker and whoever else is doing shows over there. Now. Is, this, is this like is this like a like a, um, a Hilton kid going and just like buying a Marriott? That's what it feels like. Yeah, I that's mean, exactly right. I'm trying to think of another family family like the kid parents own something. I don't know why Paris Hilton's the only one that came to my mind. I think I think it's a pretty good one. Okay, thanks. It's what's another like uh, millionaire heir, heir heir or heiress. It's the Kardashians' heirs, anything? Or are they just well, I mean, popular for Kim being naked? Kim said to be a lawyer because her dad was. Yeah, was yeah, but he was a lawyer. It wasn't that didn't. It'd count. be like Kim prosecuting OJ. <laughs> <laughs> Finally getting him locked up again for Papa, murder. Papa, are you proud of me? <laughs> but we've lost. I mean, we've lost Patrick now. I don't. I mean, I don't know what's. Going I mean, do on. we? I mean, so I feel like I need to heckle him. When I found this out, he said it so. He pe- said it so. Just so. Eh. It's just blase yesterday. Threw is it out there. I'm like, is oh. This, is this because they're paying him more? <laughs> I would assume so. I mean, isn't that what? <laughs> I mean, probably. Yeah. There's probably more work to it. Uh, I don't know. But I, just, I thought there was loyalty in this business. 
No. <laughs> if, no. If there's one thing I've learned. It is 100% cutthroat. If there's one thing I've learned in my adult life uh, here on local sports radio in the city of Louisville, it's that loyalty is everything. And there's no more loyal business than local sports radio or local radio in general. You have better chance of getting loyalty in a prison yard than you do in, 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 in sports radio. It's so true. But still, it's blood here, and we've, we've lost him. I mean, yeah, it is is kill or be killed in this business. Step on or be step get stepped on. And apparently, Trey's going too. Trey's Trey's doing stuff. Well, yeah, I didn't even know. The trainer showed up here anyway. Trey's so fine. He, I mean, he's, he's yeah. never done anything for. I mean, us, is so. he really gonna do? What's he gonna do over there? I mean, he's just gonna go hang out. But, uh, <laughs> they'll love Trey over there. <laughs> well, now that now that Sweeney's gone, yeah, they'll probably be more okay. <laughs> he would have drove Sweeney insane. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> you're, you're exactly right. Uh, so we've lost Patrick. That's that, again, that's new story number Sweeney's one. Sweeney's own shadow drives him insane sometimes. Andy is very <laughs> diligent, though. He's, I, oh, no, he is. That. He's just very high-strung when well, it yeah. comes to work. When, but, I mean, honestly, for a radio station to thrive, somebody kind of needs to be. I guess, and yeah. when I, and, and granted, like, I have not been. What are you been, saying about this? <laughs> yeah. I have not been over there since you know, I, I stopped. I, I left there in 2017, I guess. But when I was there, I mean, Andy definitely was – he was, he was everywhere. He was doing everything, and I think that probably kind of – and I can see why that was the appeal for him to take another job is like, oh, just do radio? Like, yeah. That's great. Like, But, I mean, this is this is how radio works around here. You have to, to wear many hats. He did announce that, didn't he, already, I think? He's in it, Indianapolis. Yeah. yeah. I think I he's already he, started. I didn't know if he made it official or not or restarted yet. I wasn't sure yet. I think he's already started his job. But I'm, I'm yeah. happy for Andy. He's a very, very hard You ever notice he, when he laughs, he sounds like the bad guy off Billy Madison? Oh, yeah. I think I think many people have pointed okay. that out over the years. He definitely has a – That he, he – did he ever do the close talker thing with you? Like when he wants to, like when he's when he's trying to be funny. Not really. Oh, he's doing me all the time. He's especially in fantasy football. When I see him at the draft, he got to get right up next to me, like the close. Track, like, can you please, guys, treat me step on digs? Can you believe it? Can you believe it? I'm like, yeah, I can believe it. I can hear you pretty well too. I don't think that ever happened. <laughs> yeah, he's dead to me all the time. I don't think that. I don't. I don't think we. Never, I never got the close talker treatment. <laughs> he didn't like you as much. <laughs> I think that's probably right. Uh, so we've got that going on. We've, we've got Patrick leaving. Uh, we've got it, it, this is going to be an especially crazy. weird weird Wednesday because. Look, we're in the we're right outside the eye of the storm. Next week, we're so yep. close to game day, game week. We can almost touch it. But as of right now, Jeff Brom's being mum. He's not. You know, he talked to the media on Saturday or I guess Sunday after the scrimmage, and didn't really want to get in depth on any questions. So we're not getting a whole lot out of football. We probably won't get a whole lot out of football until Monday when we get the game notes and get the the depth chart and we have some quotes and we'll have the press conferences and all that good stuff. No, but for, did give us a little quote last yesterday. Say what? Jim did give us a little bit of a quote yesterday. That was actually uh, two days ago, but we did oh, okay. we did react to it yesterday, or try to. Even though I couldn't talk to anybody on the show. <laughs> <laughs> did you get a legalized Jesus shirt? <laughs> Stop. I came in to drop the kids off at school today, and my mom was like, "I couldn't even hear the show yesterday. All I heard was the dogs fighting in the background." Dude, that I'm was like, a, great. Well, the worst part about that was at the end of the day, I just wanted to go get one of those dogs. The dogs were cute. I can't. I can't. That's why I can't go like to pet store. I, I, I'll, I'll have forty dogs in my house if I do. Yeah. I mean, there was my my cousin posted something on like a GoFundMe about a dog recently, and I, I donated to it. But you know, I said I was like, if I had to read about it. Apparently, the dog's not friendly to other dogs. Otherwise, he'd probably be at my house now. So that was great to hear this morning. Was just the moment. my my own mother who listens to the show on a regular basis well, she was listens. like, she, well, she does, and <laughs> you know she will listen to anything. Like she puts up with you, she puts up with everybody listening to the show. I loved her bunk kick. Thank you. Yeah, she's the best. 
But yesterday she's like, I had to turn it off. I can't, it was just dogs. It was chaos. It was, I couldn't hear you. I'm like, well, that's, that's good to know. That's comforting. So, well, hopefully we can get that figured out for tomorrow if we're going to go back out there. But uh, it was, it was a wild day. We tried to talk about a lot of things, but I feel like we didn't really accomplish a whole lot no. because of that. Um, One of which was I'm a drone guy. Yeah, I, I do want to get to that. Okay. But I'm just saying today is going to be a great text line day. Ooh, I love text line day. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. It's because like, we don't have, like, there's not a huge, you know, the other sports are all quiet right now. Football is, we're about to be all football all the time, starting in a few days. But for yeah. right now, there's just not a whole lot to react to, unless you want to do, I mean, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll do our game-by-game previews coming up, yeah. our game-by-game predictions coming up one day next week. And, maybe, maybe, hey, we could do that Friday if we wanted to. But we're still just just far enough removed, even though we are in single digits. Nine days to go until kickoff. I feel like we can't go full Georgia Tech, full season preview all the time. But there's not a whole lot else going on to get into. Well, uh, speaking of football, we've actually got two semi-NFL breaking news things popping up. You want to hear them? Okay. Number one, the Niners have named Sam Darnold the number two quarterback, basically saying Trey Lance, Trey Lance. is bye-bye. Oh, no. Trey Lance is gone. Trey Lance will be the number two behind Brock Purdy. I mean, uh, Sam Darnold is number two behind Brock Purdy, which means Trey Lance at best is number three, which is not a good sign of him staying in San Francisco probably. Yeesh. That escalated quickly. A lot to give up. And the other one, this is a weird one. Apparently, Corey Davis has just left the team. He told the Jets he is stepping away from football. Just done. Yeah. Former number five pick out of uh, our man P.J. Fleck when he was at uh, Eastern Michigan. Interesting. Or Central Michigan, yeah. Western Michigan, one of those Michigans, wasn't Eastern. No. We always get this wrong too. I, th- I think it's sure Western. It's, I think it's Central, but you're always right, so I'm going to go with Western. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Western because I'm pretty sure it's a Bronco. Every time that we've had this discussion, I think I always <laughs> say Central. You always say, and I, I remember you being right about this. We know so. it's not Eastern. That's like the easiest one not to like get confused, right? Because yeah. Western and Central like have the similar colors. And... Exactly, Eastern is, is green. Yeah, and he did go to Western. Yep. Yep. Boom. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's interesting to see, uh, kind of a bust, but stepping away, apparently. But the uh, bigger one, obviously, Trey Lance. So, I'm curious to see where he might land up. Hopefully if he does. Detroit. So, he isn't a rookie deal. Hopefully not Detroit. So, we've got to. <laughs> you know what? Well, he's, yeah, because he wears five, remember? Yeah. The other, thing, got 50 the other thing that we have to talk about as we, we set the table for the show today is at about 4.10, starting at about 4.10, I will be very distracted because we got the Reds Uh-oh. kicking off game one of a two-game doubleheader in Anaheim. And it'll be Shohei Otani on the mound versus Andrew Abbott. So we'll see how the uh, the Reds Ooh. fare hitting against Otani. Interesting matchup. Last night, the Reds get a much needed. The Reds have. This is the way that I'm choosing because you know I, I get criticized. I don't get criticized even. I just feel myself being overly negative when it comes in, in like our Reds text group. I feel like I'm like, people are trying to look at the bright side, and I'm like, this team, we're done. We're more. We're <laughs> whatever joke you want to make. I've made it about how done we are. And last night I was you have like one over every stereotype in that group, by the way. Say what? You have like you're the negative, you have the one over positive guy. Oh, yeah. you have the, oh for sure. Like, you have every every like stereotype of character in that group in some way. In for form. sure. Which it's funny because like usually those. with U of L stuff, I'm kind of the other side. I am like, you know, let's let's call it. not with basketball last year, because I was well, yeah, I was ready for that one. But in most years, I'm like, you know, let's calm down a little bit. We're gonna be okay. And I've got friends that are like Throw Satterfield off the bridge after <laughs> the first game. I'm like, hey, let's, let's go. He down. lost the coin toss. <laughs> but with the Reds, I feel like I, I definitely I pushed the panic button before anybody else does. Okay. And, and so last night going into the game, I was like, you know, here's the deal. If we had said, you know, we're one game out of the wild card right now, if you had told any one of us that that was going to be the case on April 15th, four months ago, 
we all would have taken it. We don't know what's going to happen. We're a young team. It's a West Coast trip. Maybe we get hot. Maybe we find some ways to win some games, and we can make this thing fun, and we can stay in this through the thick of it. I'm going in with an open mind. And right as I hit send on that text, the news popped up on my phone that Nick Lodolo had had, had another injury during his rehab stint, a, a setback, and he potentially would not be back this season. I was like, this is what I get for trying to be positive. But the Reds, they needed like, – we've been long overdue for just a, a huge break. I feel like they've been the team recently that has given that, that has made the, the bad play, made the mistake, made the error, that has opened the door for the other team to, do, to make those one or two plays that wind up being the difference between a win or a loss. And last night it was the reversal finally – you get uh, Ellie De La Cruz hitting a little chopper to first with guys on second and third and two out. The, the the first baseman whose name is escaping me. He's a rookie for the Angels. He boots it. He's a little rushed because is Ellie's Brandon Drury. They don't have no. one. Drury's on the team. He's not playing first. No, it's like Schnatchel, something like that. But he he boots the ball and pra- probably a little bit because Ellie's so fast. He's rushing the play a little bit. Red score two runs right there. Two runs that they don't deserve. Next batter Spencer Steer doubles down the line. Ellie scores from first. 4-3, that winds up being the game, those three runs right there. So you kind of you feel like you steal one last night at Anaheim. Uh, you're now in a three-way tie, a half back out of the last wild card spot. It's, I mean, you've got six teams just all crammed in there fighting for the wild card. And this is a big day. It's a huge trip. They need to win at least one of these two games today. And so at 4-10, I will start to be a little bit distracted. Yeah, you are fading a little bit in that wild card race, aren't you? We've been fading. I mean, since yeah, like, well, like, not, it's not as much you fading as the Cubs are like booming. Well, out. the Cubs won't lose, but the, yeah, the Reds won. also since extending David Bell, giving him the three-year contract <laughs> extension, they are eight and twenty-one. <laughs> eight and twenty-one since, since extending David Bell. Ooh, he that's stopped not good. They were seven and twenty-one before last night. So hopefully they can get hot. Well, that's how math works. <laughs> and then you know, the, two games today in Anaheim, and then you flip the page and you play two teams that you're deadlocked with in the wild card. You get the Diamondbacks and then the Giants, so you get to take. Destiny into your own hands a little bit. I mean, this is this is kind of the week where we're going to know if we got a shot or not. If, if they if they tank, if they you know if they only win one or two of these games for the rest of the week for the, these next eight days, I, it's probably done. You're probably out of it, and it's just all you know. You're praying for a miracle. If they come out of here with a winning record out of this this West Coast trip, you feel like you're in it for the long haul. You're going to be right there. But gotta get some bats going. Starting pitching has actually been pretty good. Ashcraft was fantastic last night, but uh, game one or two. The doubleheader in Anaheim will be at 410 while we're on the air. So I'll be, I can, I'll be I, distracted. I can wait a little bit. Toronto is in a I got a big win over Baltimore last night, which is amazing because Baltimore's basically owned us all year and last year. Owned everybody pretty much. Yeah, and uh, but it's a big win because Toronto, like you, is now one game out of the wild card. Right there. I mean, I don't I, it's, it, it just aggravates me. I don't I don't know if I want to blame the manager, John Schneider, uh over on the fact that I hate our pitching staff with a passion, like just a boiling passion. I hate every pitcher on our team because our offense, there's no excuse why an offense as good as Toronto has should be anywhere near outside the playoffs in any division, in any, anywhere, in any, any year. I meant to bring this up on, I guess, Monday when we were talking, and it got lost in the shuffle. But when we we sat with, uh, with Mary's cousin and her family for like the, the last, I don't want to say five, six innings of the game, uh, great seats. Yeah. But we were smack dab next to this couple that was a, that were Blue Jays fans, 
Okay. And th- there were lots of Blue Jays fans there. The Blue Jays were well represented. I'm, I'm a little, little surprised at that, but happy to hear. I heard it. I'd heard it on Friday from somebody who was at the game, and I'm like, eh, I'm kind of surprised by that. And, and there certainly there were a decent amount of Blue Jays fans there, and they all seemed very nice, except for the guy that I was sitting next to at this game. <laughs> he was so obnoxious, <laughs> so awful. He was probably from Montreal. Yeah, I was trying to do. <laughs> I was trying to do that thing where I'm like, I don't don't let this one fan like. This in the back of my mind, I'm like, forever I hate you. Now I can't <laughs> believe you're a fan of this. Friend. Franchise, this he's actually guy. a former Expos fan, <laughs> and like yeah, you know, he was he was just obnoxious. Like he was like, you know, I mean, it's it's a home baseball game. Everybody complains when it looks like there's a pitch that's close and it's not called a strike or it's not called a ball, whatever you want. And he's like, he's like, shut up, shut up, everybody. Like he's got this really <laughs> weird voice. And then I would tell everybody to shut up. The thing that drove me, his girlfriend or wife, whoever his significant other, kept like smacking him and being like, dude, like, like shut up, you're, you're being obnoxious. And when they get the last out, he he does the thing where he pulls out the camera and starts like filming all the the Reds fans around him. Nice. He's like he's like he's like, did we win? Did did, did we win the game? Did the, did the Blue Jays win? Did the Blue Jays win? And he almost he like I thought he was gonna point at me for a second, and I was going to be like, dude, you called extra innings overtime five minutes ago. I don't want to hear bleep from you because he was like. Because when we got, when we got second and third, he was like, I just, "Don't let this go to overtime. Don't let this go to overtime." And I'm like, "I want to smack you in the face right now." So this guy, <laughs> not cool. I don't hold it against all Blue Jays fans. Well, thank you. But this guy, if anything bad happens to the Blue Jays, I'll feel bad for you, but I'll secretly feel happy for that guy because I know he's upset. Was he wearing like a jersey or? A oh, t-shirt? he was wearing a Jose Batista jersey. <laughs> of course he was. That's, yeah, that's that sounds like a Batista guy. Nothing against Batista. Batista he, rules, but this he's guy. He's that kind of an attitude, yeah. I saw somebody today. I want, actually, I, I favorited the tweet just so I could show you. There's an awesome bobblehead of Batista doing the bat flip. Like, you, it's, you think it's a hard bobblehead to create, but I'll show you how they did it. But it's, it's, it's very cool. I, I don't, I don't want to, like, like, push the narrative because he is a Toronto guy, but there was ever a case for, like, modern-day steroid use, Jose Batista might be one of your prime examples. He's up there. He's a guy who spent, like, I think, like, eight years playing for Pittsburgh and Milwaukee and never hit more like 10 home runs. He came here and launched like fifty, and got very angry. At the and same got very time. angry, and then hit like fifty. <laughs> now I would when with my when my friends would be like, dude, I'm like, well, look at his at bats. He just he's now getting like three hundred more at bats than he was when he was with his other team. So that's why he's doing it. But back when I'm thinking, free drug you the, the drugs are a lot freer to get in, in Canada than they are in Milwaukee. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. you're, he did you're become not very angry. He did. He got so mad so quickly. <laughs> he did. Just kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, so, so we got that going on at Fourth End. We will, uh, we'll talk. I, I do have a couple of football tidbits to get to. A couple of odds things came out today. Uh, we're now getting. I mean, man, we're getting all mm. sorts of. It's really hitting me that, dra- that that sports betting is coming to Kentucky because all this DraftKings stuff, all this this FanDuel stuff is just coming out. So you, you know, you, we're going to be just wading through. Odds and, and and facts and all these emails coming out. And I'm, I kind of look I mean, forward to. Don't some we of the do betting. that anyway? I mean. We we do, but to a lesser extent. Now people are just targeting you specifically, and you know, uh. it, it, it presents some op- good opportunities for the show, some op- good opportunities for the website, and all that good stuff. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But a, a few odds things out there that I do think are interesting that we'll get to today. I do want to go back and touch. We kind of glossed over it, and I know this is when you and I were having trouble going back and forth. But CBS is ACC. Uh, football preview has some okay. interesting things. We, we we called out the Dennis Dodd for being 
very negative about U of L this year, far more so than any of his colleagues. I think he's being contrarian. He's he's being something. So we, we've got that, but th- there are a couple of other things in that preview that were a little bit buried that I didn't get to that I would like to discuss today. So we'll get to all that good stuff. Also, I have a question for you. Okay. Are you, so I'm not on Instagram or the, the you are not the Graham one. Yeah, I, I know Graham's, but not on Instagram. And like, I guess I don't know. TJ tweeted something earlier today that was like. You think it's hot outside? You should watch Trevor dancing on the KRC Instagram. And like, I click on it and I see there's like a few pictures on there, but like, and there's I see my name, but when I click on my name, it won't let me do it unless I sign up for Instagram. Well, now I need to see. This. Now I'm just like curious, what did they post on there of me, and how did they get it of me? And is it me dancing, or is it just some random fat dude dancing? All right, Kentucky roll call. I'm on the Instagram. <laughs> Like, I, like all I see is like five pictures. There's, there's like Scoots with a really bad spray tan, and then there's a picture of little Howard. And yeah, you're not on the, the Instagram, okay? And then there's a picture of Lucy drinking uh, uh, some blue Powerade, like yeah, daughter, like father. They've got little. This one, the one that tagged me, and was the little Howard one. I'm the only person tagged in the picture, which was it made me want little <laughs> Howard just that much more. Staring at him every I like day that, over though. here. That's pretty good though. Yeah, we've got to get him. Yeah, I see. I'm glad you finally still feeling the the. Oh, the, I, yeah. the, the fire I had, you know, last year. And the thing is, I'm going to take all of their sarcastic <laughs> suggestions, and we're going to make it a reality. We're giving him a line beard. We're oh, giving I, him Crown Royal. I we're, was already on Amazon the other night, just over here during, like, during a basketball board, like looking at like baby outfits for uh, like, that would fit on a horse, stuffed <laughs> animal horse line beard. I like, can, can I get a Jake Plummer like infant jersey so I can put it on the? the... <laughs> so I'm yeah, I, I don't Flat know why. Bill hats for horses. <laughs> Well, I've been looking at baby clothes. I figured that would work the same, right? Like toddler clothes for the horse. Yeah, <laughs> just, probably. You know, outfit. So yeah, he tagged me on Twitter with this, and I'm just I, I didn't know. I don't see any dance. No, they have a story up. But yeah, it's, but it's all about like today's episode, uh, Grove Street Party. Yeah, that's what it says. It says I'm dancing to Grove Street Party. Maybe this is an audio clip. So maybe they, I'm assuming that they're talking about you potentially dancing to Grove Street, pa- Grove Street Party. In the the clip from the show. Okay, I I didn't know. I didn't. I mean, I don't say. Did I get caught dancing? Did I have a camera in here? Because sometimes when I'm alone during the bats game, one I just I, I will go shirtless, and sometimes also, you know, I just I, I like to dance. I need I need to listen. To the, I said this just reminds me. I need to get back with TJ because he was asking about what we're gonna do for the uh, the golf scramble out there. You're not going to actually be in the scramble itself per se, right? You're just going to kind of come do the show. I mean, I can do both. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't know how much the, availability you had during the day because with the kids and everything. I didn't the know. problem is, yeah, I mean, I, I would like to play. I'm hoping I'll, I'll feel up to it. Yeah, but also if we do the show out there, it's a Friday. I'm assuming that equipment will need to go somewhere. We're gonna have to. We're gonna yeah. be. We're gonna get out early that day. And yeah. I don't really. Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't really want to do an early show. I mean, it's it's the we're basically the pregame show for Louisville Georgia Tech. Well, but we would only go out because because it has to be up to. Uh, I've got to get I've got to get back here to do Saint X, and then like the excuse has to take the equipment. But where we're doing the scramble is like five minutes from here. Oh, it is. So we can yeah we can actually okay. go we can actually when I say early I mean like five thirty five forty maybe. That makes me feel better. Yeah, it's not like 5 o'clock type thing, no. Okay, because if we do do the show, again, we're planning stuff on the air here. If, if yeah. we are at the State Fair on Friday, like we're going to be off the air at 5. Again. Like, I'll be a little late for the scramble because I have to be in here that morning and run the board while Scoots is on location. And then when the show's over, I'm going to bounce and head over to the Elk Run and join them, which, I mean, I don't, I'm a golf. I, I don't know what they're going to have me do. And they talked about putting me, like, as like a as a volunteer putter for somebody. I don't I just... I just figured I was going to get a cart and like put a little signs as little Tijuana on it and just like drive around. I'm fine with that. Okay, I was good with it too. I'm also seeing that the uh, 
that the Russian guy, the Prigozhin, who led the the Wagner kind of the coup, attempted coup. There was a Wagner coup. Well, it's the name of the group. Like you're familiar with, like the like you know they they were like a technically independent military group that okay. was basically for like the, the there's like, one like the group in Die Hard Three. Exactly like the group in Die Hard. <laughs> I, I've never seen Die Hard Three. We're no longer are we a, a, an army without a country. Now we're an army deciding what country to buy. Well, anyways, this guy <laughs> led the failed coup against Putin, and he sort of like you know it was this whole like let's agree just to go our separate ways. I'm going to go live. I think he's been living in Belarus or whatever, and apparently he was on a plane that mysteriously crashed today. So Uh-oh. that's very interesting. Uh, speaking of... Yeah, it's like if you're on that plane with him, like, oh, dude, is that so-and-so? Yeah, no. Oh, I'd crap. Like, I, 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 hey, I need off Matt. <laughs> I'd be the Dallas woman so quickly. I'd be like, I'm not, I'm not dying with this guy. Get me out of here very quickly. Uh, speaking of, of crashing things, I do want to get... More thoughts on you becoming a drone guy. I'm a drone guy. I need to hear about this after the break because we didn't really Can't get wait. to talk about it yesterday. Uh, and then we'll turn things over to the Thornton Sex Line. I also, later in the show, I do want to play. We haven't done this in a while. Am I the a We haven't done it in like a two, couple weeks. Yeah, I got my song. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm tuned up. So we'll get to that. And then we'll, uh, we'll hit on a couple of quick sports uh, topics just to, keep it, just to keep it fair, just to keep it honest. All that coming your way after yeah. the break. Keep it locked right here. Mike Rutherford Show, Wednesday edition here on 1450 and 96.1. The Big X. You flipped the script, you shot the plot And I remember, I remember when the neon used to burn so bright and pink The Saturday night kind of pink On all GIA diamond engagement rings, now through Sunday only at Genesis Diamonds In Shelbyville Road Plaza See store for details We both lie silently still in the dead of the night Although we both lie close together We feel miles apart inside Was it something I said or something I did? Did my words not come out right? Though I tried not to hurt you Though I tried But I guess that's why they say Every road I'm a little mad that you don't Trevor told me. Just like I'm a little mad you saved, uh, you, you played Houndmouth for a outro instead of a rejoin. I would have liked to have sung that song. Enjoy Houndmouth. Uh, well, oh, well, today is just, I, I know I usually do it on Fridays, but you're at the fair, so I do. I just went today is a random iTunes shuffle day. Oh, okay, I like that. And, I, and I'll be honest with you, I only did the first two. So whatever songs we're getting next segment, is gonna we're going to find out here at the break. Well, hopefully it's something that you don't have to edit because well, I'm, if it's there is an exception rule yet, but if it's too 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 dirty, I have to I, I can't I have to skip that one. Yeah, I don't like doing that because I want to like play the rules, but you know I do have you know I've got you know, a couple I've got chronic and chronic thousand now on here, and so all those can't be played. And let's talk. So Thank on on Monday's show, there was I don't even know how we got onto it, but there was talk about drones and and you. It piqued your interest, and we were How talking about. That? I don't even remember. Yeah, but you were talking about like you know I'd like to have a drone, and, yeah. and you know people texted in they're like really good drones if you want to use them and take high quality stuff. It's going to cost you more than a thousand dollars. Like okay, drones are going to be like five hundred bucks. You found one Monday night that you bought for how much? It was thirty with, with tax and everything. It was like thirty eight ninety thirty eight bucks. Thirty eight bucks is the drone <laughs> that you got. Yeah. Now, and I tell you what, you you I know people were like mocking me. It's a nice drone. Yeah, so you used it? Oh no, no, I got it. To, I, <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I'm assuming it's nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, I am unfor- It is unfortunate though, as I was on my way here. I mean, I, I had not left the house. I, if I hadn't left late, I would have turned around and gone back and got it. But uh, I was running a little behind. Even I beat you here somehow. Um, the uh, my mom called me. Was like, you just got like a big package from Amazon. I'm like, my drone's here. Like, I could have brought it up in here. And we could have set it up on the show. We could have set it up in Indiana. And- Wait, I thought you already got the drone. No, I ordered it. It hasn't showed up yet. Oh, so you haven't even seen it like in, in the box, but you still know that it's nice. Well, it looks nice in the... Everything looks nice when you buy it online. <laughs> not necess- Until they get you. Trust me, not necessarily. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> there have been some bait and switches I've been part of. <laughs> so the, the drone is, is home. Do you have any idea how much assembly is required for this on your end? Um, not a lot. I'm concerned. Well, I'm concerned about that. I, because <laughs> I looked through the um, oh, there's like a little video that comes with it, like on the on the when you know when you order it, and I looked through the video and it uh, it, it looks pretty self-explanatory. It is. Let me look it up. Is a drone. It has a camera, 1080p optic obstacle avoidance, 120 uh, degree remote control, um, adjustable lens. Foldable PFPV drone. I don't know what that means. You one, don't know what any of this means. Not a clue. Let's just be real. One, you, you don't know what any of these lines mean. And any of these I, attributes. I know what this word means. Comes with two batteries and is a great gift for kids and adult and adults alike. There you go. It was thirty two ninety eight ninety eight. That was odd. I didn't even think about that. But um, yeah, it's got like you put little, little batteries in the room. It's not very big. I could tell like it. When I look at it, obviously the more expensive ones you get are the bigger ones. This one's a little small, and I can tell because it came in a box with two other things I ordered from Amazon as well, apparently. But even like when I looked at the video, it looks kind of small, uh, kind of plastic, kind of dinky maybe. But you know what? It, it, if it's going to go up, it's got a camera on it, it's going to work. I'm sending it over to your house. Two things are going to happen. Here. You're gonna, you're two, gonna, thing, <laughs> two things are going to happen here. In this order or just in, just in some way two things? Probably in this order, but they're definitely going to happen. Okay. One is obvious. You're going to break this thing. Oh, yeah. That's a given. Two, I think is also obvious. <laughs> you're going to blame the drone itself. You're going to complain about oh, the drone being a piece of crap and how the next time you get one, you should have gotten the, the higher priced one, even though the drone's probably not going to be at fault for what happens. I can see you uttering this line at some point. <laughs> exactly. You're going to fly it up there. You're going to say, I wonder how high this thing can go is exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> and that's going to be the beginning of the end for the drone. I mean, what are the odds that like, I, I, I send it out on a mission and it just never returns? The fact that you're talking about it in, ter- in these terms, a.k.a. sending it out on a mission. I'm like sending it like it's going like I'm sending it like a chopper. I'm not 100% sure like you it's know. It's going to Vietnam or something. I'm not 100% <laughs> sure you're, you're aware of like the proper usage of drones. I think you think you can. Is just there an etiquette? Your, I think you think you can sit in your living room and fly the thing over downtown Louisville. Well, first of all, I don't know if it'll make it to downtown. Louisville. That's what I'm saying. I th- the fact that you even <laughs> think that it's a possibility has now, me concerned. And 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 also, I was I'm I'm not gonna just sit in my house and sit it over down. I was gonna go outside when I used it. I mean, I, I'm like not not just the drone itself, but myself too. I'm gonna walk outside, and I'm gonna send it up, and I'm gonna send it over, you know, around the neighborhood, maybe over to the park. Maybe over to TJ's house. He doesn't live far from me. This closer than you do. In fact, you could probably, I could probably, it'd probably reach over to his house from where I live. Over under, 
<laughs> Assuming you get this thing in working order. This is why I didn't want to spend it because I, I got to the my over <laughs> under of you crashing this thing and irreparably damaging it. I set at seven minutes. <laughs> no, I'll last longer than that. I don't God, think I've you will. I don't. I and in that case, I didn't either. <laughs> I don't think you're going to. Man, I. Uh, so here's what I was most worried about. Not as much crashing it was was just. This is why I didn't want to get a real expensive one, because I was talking to my buddy, and he's like, yeah, you can get them for cheap. And I went on Amazon. The first thing I saw was one for like 200 bucks. It looked nice. I was like, this is only $200. You know, I, I can't handle that. But my biggest concern wasn't like wrecking it, was was that I would get it like like any other toy I have, kind of like my NES over here and everything else. Like, like I'll get it, and I'll play with it for like three or four days, and then and I'll put it away, and then I'll never play with it again. That's best case scenario in this. That's... <laughs> I mean that I, I'm bad about that. I don't know if it's an only child thing. I don't know what, but it, that's I, I do have a bad tendency of doing that. Or I or I do just overuse it and then it, it breaks like every every vape pen I've ever had. Uh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> there is a very large part of me that wants you to become. I want this to work. I want you to get really into it, and I want you to be like ultra drone guy. Like you're taking the thing everywhere. We're doing the show. Oh, if it starts like that, I would, I would get a nicer one. You're getting like shot. Like you, you launch your own Instagram because you get so into drones. You're taking like like overhead shot, That's Big X Studios, point eight miles, August twenty fifth, two thousand twenty three. Shot at <laughs> hyperspeed. Four point. I don't know any of the terms. I mean, I can clearly. send. I can go like go visit places and like send my drone up like they do on those YouTube videos. I want you to be like this guy. Yeah, I can send it to like Chernobyl and stuff. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> like, I, like well, I saw I saw a video on YouTube where a guy sent a drone into Chernobyl. Mary and I are taking the kids on like a nice fall walk across Seneca Park, and we're like, "Is that is that Trevor with his drone in the oh, middle yeah. of the field over there?" I promise you this. You, you is is a surefire guarantee is I will end up breaking this. But I don't think as quickly as you think I will. Oh yeah, and the fact and it's guaranteed is the fact that I will blame the the drone on the breakage when it probably isn't its fault. It will be flying over Wagner area at some point this weekend, maybe. You realize you're physically going to have to go with the drone. You well, can't just sit well, there and fly the drone across I, town. I disagree. I can <laughs> sit in my car. This is going to cause an international incident. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to make news. I was wondering, was the, uh, the weird thing was, was one of the American dads I had, like, rotating. I've been rewatching it on, uh, I'm binging it, you know, air and air. And I'm in season five, and it was the one where Stan takes the drone out. Or where, <laughs> I mean, I mean the Steve, kids see if it's yeah. out, yeah. And so I was, I was like, well, it's going to be like me. <laughs> I have thought the same thought at various points in our discussions. So, like, if you are if you happen to be, like, walking around, like, this weekend, like, I might just go, I'll, I'll go park over like Browns Lane Park or something. That's close enough, I think, to you. And uh, I'll just send the drone uh, go over your way. Well, you're gonna be outside, and you're, John's gonna be like, "Look, look, he's like the elk," and he's gonna be pointing up, and he's gonna look up, and it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be my drone. I can't wait till it's like three a.m. because I'm sleeping upstairs now. <laughs> it's like in that window, like my attic. It's just I'm like, just gonna have the drone floating. All of a sudden, it's like, damn it, Trevor, <laughs> what you doing? I'm gonna be. I'll have the drone like tipping it, kind of, like tapping the glass up against. Like, <laughs> it's like the drones has like a Blue Jays flag on the you, back of it. You want to hang out? <laughs> you want that Jays you, game? You want to watch Austin Powers? <laughs> what do you want to do? Yeah. Can't wait for this to happen. Can't wait to see how this how this. Plays. I mean, it comes with the remote. The remote looks like a video. It looks like the old Sega Genesis remote. So I'm thinking I've got that. And like it, you can. And as I was watching the tutorial, which I'm amazed I got that right. Um, 
it it shows, it's got like one button land, one button to take off. It looks very simple. Very, I, I'm I'm excited for this. I'm a drone guy. You're a drone guy. DGTK. Drone guy Trevor Kelsey. <laughs> what are going to call him? Uh, let's take some text since it's 348. We have not gotten the text line. At 415, I want to, we'll turn the page in the second hour to some sports topics. I before, before that, before we get the text, also, somebody did ask me about my, did I, did I really think a race between us from the 40 yard of what you crab walk and I run would be, that would be very close. And I think it would be. I kind of want to do this now. I'm down to do it. I think as long as you can finish the 40 yards, you should win. <laughs> I haven't crab walked since at least third grade. That's not funny yet true, probably. <laughs> I feel like actually freshman PE at, at Trinity, we played like crab soccer. It was very fun. That's probably the last time I crab walked. Can you? Would you be able to crab? Should, should we have like scooch crab walk against me? I don't know if I can. I mean, I, I, see, I, I think I can crab walk. We'll go up to Wagner and do it on the 40-yard line. They tell you to stay off the field, though. There are big signs everywhere. But we know that. people. I, I, yeah, we'll get Party Marty on the case. People who know people, man. <laughs> we get okay. Marty and Dumpstorff. They'll, 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 they'll we, set we, it up. We got this. And if, they the try to, if they try to put their nose up, then we'll send over to mail. <laughs> <laughs> Texture says, South End. Oh, this is a KRC text. That's okay. Oh, by the way, the, the, uh, the guy that, that was sending us the wrong phone, he texts in later on. He's like, I'm sorry. That was meant for K, uh, whatever, you know. KSR. KSR. He like from KSR about KSR and he's, stuff. He's like, I get the two mixed up. Uh, maybe if you had a different name for your text line. And I was like, we do. It's a Thornton's text line. But thanks for telling us Matt's phone sucks. Ooh. <laughs> he's just, I don't know if you ever replied and ever checked. You know his phone doesn't suck? Mine. Nope. Got the new phone. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, you're even fancier than mine, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, I got the new one. Remember, Are you a 14 or? Uh, whatever the newest one is. I think 14. Yeah. I'm I was held hostage at the T-Mobile store that night. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a 13 plus, so. So South End Josh says, the power K is dead and buried. Ooh, I like the power K. A bygone era of feudal bad football that never needs to be brought up and should never see the light of day again. Now, that is a point. No. The, I think the power K is a cool logo, but it does remind me of terrible Kentucky football. Well, sense. yeah, but that's the parts I like about the program. Yeah, so I like it personally, but if I'm, if I'm them, yeah, I'm but, I mean, with anyone like with like decent vision cannot like their K-State ripoff logo. Yeah, agreed. It's that's just dumb. I mean, if you don't it's, use the, it's, it's a bad logo. I mean, if you just want to use, if you want to do the UK in the, in the intertwining UK in the helmet, that's fine. But like, I, I'm I'm a fan. I would I'm but I'm old school. Well, you know what side I'm going to take on this. I want the power. I'd love to see the power K. Texas TK was echoing on the podcast. I listened to it this morning, and him doing the Lou Gehrig had me in tears. <laughs> Texas says the Lou Gehrig speech was beautiful. I do. I, I need to listen to it now. Today, I consider myself. Luckiest man on the face of the earth. Well, see, that's all you have to do is just talk. It's I know. not going to work today. I didn't, have to I... Do, I didn't have to try to do the answer the best part. I didn't have to try. That's right up my alley. Texas says the power KKK. <laughs> Texas says, do you really think that 680 and 93.9 thrived while Sweeney was the PD there? Both stations consistently finished dead last in the ratings throughout his tenure. No, I don't. I think they did well. Who knows? I mean, the ratings. Why? I mean, there's three stations. I mean, yeah, it's not hard to finish. None of us are beating that country station anyway. So whatever. none of us are beating the fourth most listened to country station. Yeah, well, I forget which call letters it is, but it's yeah, it's just the one that's number one in the books here for like the last thirty years. Here are a couple things that I've learned since I started doing sports radio. One, when I started doing it full time, I had no idea how few people listen to sports radio compared to every other radio station. You know, we'd look at these books. And I'm like, oh, I, I mean, I, I thought that you know just. I guess I'm in my own little world here where a lot of people online that I follow and, and listen to are listening to sports radio. But, it, I mean, it, realistically, it, you are, like, 
behind the third most listened to country music station on an annual basis. And then two, every single station has a way to flip the ratings into it being a good thing for you. Like, you know, you'll, every show, every station, every whatever has a way to say we're number one. You know, it's like we, what really matters is people in this county that are between the ages of 18 and 35 <laughs> that only listen it from three to six. So, you know, it's just, it's, everybody's got great ratings. Everybody's fine. Everybody's we're number one fantastic. among the deaf. We're number one among somebody. I can guarantee that. Now, we're the only station, I think, around here that doesn't get a ratings book. So we've got no idea. So you can't prove us wrong. <laughs> we can't say we know we're lying. All we have are the streaming numbers, which are, are good, I'm told. So that's, that's, all that, that's all we can do. It's all we care about. We're good on that front. But, yeah, the rating stuff is always – whenever I see anybody saying it now, after kind of knowing how it works, you just sort of roll your eyes. That was one of my favorite things when I, would, when I was doing KRC, KSR – or KRC. I'm, not, I'm getting confused. KRC was uh, when I would post the podcast, I would always just, uh, I would end it with just the most random, uh, your number one show among, and I would just make, you know, you know, people with one leg or something. You just, you just something to base what one the show was about. That was always fun. That was my favorite part of doing the podcast. Was Somebody's number one everywhere. Yeah. We're always number one. It's like, and this is going to be, I apologize, this is going to offend some people that I like locally, but it's like when I, I think this happened like a month ago, when they do the local Emmys around here. They have Emmys here? They have local Emmys, and they look like the real Emmys. But, like, everybody who works in news gets 16, 16 Emmys because you're only competing <laughs> with, like, two other people. Well, and so, only, you know, there's four stations, right? Four. I guess, I guess DRB technically. Yeah, WDHAS. Like, John yeah. Bull, during the last one, he's like, got my 104th Emmy. And it, that wasn't a joke. He's, he's won 104 Emmys. So all these people. Like, Can I have one? Like, Emmy Award winning. I'm like, damn. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like. Is it really that much? I'm sorry. Is it really that big of a deal if you beat out one other person for the best? I don't know, high school sports story from the month of May to win your Emmy. I don't. I mean, maybe I'm just jealous. I probably, but I'd like an Emmy. I want an Emmy. I think we deserve an Emmy. I'd wear it as like a necklace to the bar, and you just like to pick up women. But tell them it's an Oscar and see if they can tell the difference. Uh, I'm Jonah Hill. <laughs> Didn't you see me in Wolf of Wall Street? I would, uh, the, the only, I guess you don't want to, like, you can't, I say, like, you say you don't want to brag about it, but at least you're not the guy who, like, you didn't even win. Like, you're the one of the, like, the one, you couldn't beat out one other person. I think if you just, if, still you, if you work at a news station for, like, 15 to 20 years, you're you're guaranteed to get at least, like, 15 Emmys. I wonder if John Lewis has an Emmy. Who? John Lewis. I guarantee he's got a few Emmys. <laughs> I'm going to text him to see if he has an Emmy. Just bring one by the station, John. <laughs> I, bet he, I bet he could sell me an Emmy. I got, I've got I've got an old like Cortez Kennedy jersey at the house. I could trade him for an Emmy. Texas KSR leads in all demographics above country music. If Louisville Radio, first of all, no, they don't. If Louisville no. Radio had a good product, rank, rankings would show. Folks, I, is it WAGB or so? The, the big the big country station. It's over there and and at iHeart. That's they they have dominated the ratings for like a decade and a half. I mean, I, again, as someone who's been privy to seeing the rankings ratings, if you believe that KSR is beating. A country, country. Stage, yeah, or most I'm even sorry. music stations. To be honest with you, I mean they're not, and it's not not they, close. Now, now, maybe out in the state, I can't speak. For, all I can talk about is the Louisville. Yeah, but. now they will brag about being. I think he brags about being like one of the more popular like, talking shows for sure. I mean, which that's a yeah, but like you got to remember, you get a lot of these stations are being left in like businesses. Like they'll put like the, you know DJX on all day at like a bank or something. Yeah, they're not doing that with. I mean that that's, that type of stuff is adds up. 
There's the podcast from yesterday has the double Trevor. His run of people asking him to say certain lines was grade A, grade A radio. I'm good. This is good. Maybe we just do need to go back to the fair. Maybe the chaos is where we thrive. <laughs> I still don't understand why, of all the places they don't want me to be seen. The fair is like, like how did that make the list? <laughs> Texas, I believe the day game today is Abbott versus Otani. It should be the primetime matchup. It is the day game. I'm kind of hoping that. It's a good matchup, too, by the way. It's, I mean, it's the best you can possibly get with these oh, two yeah, teams. Oh, yeah, by far. But I'm kind of. Uh, I'm hoping that this is, winds up being a good thing for the Reds, the fact that they got rained out on Monday, because now maybe, you know, Otani's going to pitch and hit during the, the afternoon. Maybe he'll be a little bit worn out. Maybe they don't even play him during the night game. I don't know. But he came up last night. And is Detmer's pitching the night game then? I, I, I think so. I thought he was – no, he might not be the number two. Well, the rotation's probably screwed up because I was thinking the guy they got from the White Sox is probably their number two. But well, Gilito pitched last night. Yeah, but I don't know how their rotation works out. So And he was okay. But last night there was – you know, we – Graham Ashcraft pitched incredible. He, he was fantastic. He gave up three solo home runs, and that was really it. Like, he set a new career record for strikeouts. He nice. was he was unhittable from that point forward. But we did – like, they yanked him in the uh, after the seventh, and we brought in – so, uh, Mole, the lefty that we got from the A's. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he faced Shohei. Oh, why my mind went to the master. Molly, 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 no, Molly. Sam Mole. And, and he gave up like an infield single with two outs. And then that brought up Otani. And I was like, if if Otani hits a two-run home run, I, 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 I'm not, I'll be dead in the river. I can't, I can't deal with this. I can't take it. Please just get this guy out. That's Thankfully, not extreme. He did his job. <laughs> We got out of it. Uh, we ended up bringing in Ian Jabot to get the last out of the eighth, and then Alexis shut it down in the ninth. So that was that was good. But it was a, I didn't realize how scary it was to face Otani until it actually happened. And then I, all I could think of was imagine watching Luke Weaver try to pitch against Shohei Otani, and how much more scared you'd be. Luke Weaver got picked up by the the Mariners yesterday. Oh, did oh, because you put him on you put him uh, signed for designation, didn't you? Whatever. DFA'd him, yeah, got rid of him. Yeah. Good luck with that, Seattle. <laughs> it's gonna work. Yeah, they, they have uh, Detmers. Is Seattle, pitching. Minnesota, just love working with you all. They really. Well, I mean, hell, last night we had Jury hit a home run and Mustakas hit a home run. I'm like, get any for other former Reds you want to throw at us to make us feel bad. We, Detmers is pitching the night game tonight for the Angels. Okay. The Red starter has not been announced. Who's usually after Abbott in rotation? It's not. Well, Williamson was Saturday, and Weaver's gone. Weaver's gone. They, you know, they brought. Did you up, call Ben Lively or something? No, they threw Kennedy in like a bullpen game. In his spot the last time, and they won. But we'll see. That was the Toronto game. Yeah, we'll see who they go with. I mean, I don't Sounds know like a bullpen game again. Probably. Y'all don't have a fifth starter then, do you? Well, Hunter Green now is back. Well, so you got Green, Abbott, Ashcraft, Williamson, Williamson, and and then the fifth guy. I mean, is, they're yeah, saving it for Lodolo if it happens. But Lodolo is like, remember the reliever I told you that I didn't know actually existed for a long time. That's how little Lodolo is for me at the Reds. He's alive. Like, like he's, I would he's see, a real, he's a real person. I would see him on like the game for like the last three or four years, and but I've never actually seen him pitch in real life. Like mm-hmm. I just assumed he was created character. I think he's going to be very good. Has he ever pitched for the Reds? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he started the season with us. Oh, did he? Oh, did he okay, he actually played. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, got hurt pretty quickly, but he's. I, I think he's going to be very good. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, four o'clock hour, we'll uh, we'll get into some other stuff. I got a couple of football tidbits to get to. We didn't do a great job with the text line there, so we'll go back to the text line since it is Weird Wednesday. Sorry. We want you guys to carry the show. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. Happy Wednesday to you. Nine days away from football here on fourteen fifty and ninety six one. The Big X.
Nice. Play with You had to skip over. Uh, you had to skip over a couple of corrupt. I had to skip over what was corrupt and against and roses. Which corrupt song was it? Oh, I can't remember what it's called. I have to go back. Yeah, I think it was off like a B side. You're my best friend. <laughs> you were too, you were you were you never experienced new kids on the block, did you? No, it was not a new kids yeah, on the you, block. Yeah, well, you were more Backstreet Boys, probably. For right? sure, it was yeah. like that was like sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Yeah, that was that was new edition, new kids on the block. That was mine. It's like a, <laughs> not that there's really any like like bragging rights to which one's better. I mean, it's. <laughs> I guess Backstreet, but I guess your generation, yours at least produced some like solo careers, right? Well, well Justin Timberlake. Yeah, but bigger than Bobby Brown. Yes. Just by because of generation, or yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think yeah. Justin Timberlake's bigger than Bobby. Brown. In fairness, though, Bob, Justin Timberlake didn't, you know, have a coke habit. He didn't. Probably helped <laughs> so his career. Probably helped. He had a coke habit. He didn't have a coke habit or Whitney Houston hanging on. So I mean, then he, you know, he did that. He did that Britney at one point, but he he cut that weight. Crimea River, great song. <laughs> I, hated that. I saw a little sad news. To, to, not, not not terrible news, but do you remember Ken Rudolph, the horse racing guy? I've played the video for you a few times. I always play it during Derby Week. He had the he's the guy who bet on Giacomo, and then you see the video of him watching the race where he's on HG, not HGTV, um, whatever the, the, the horse racing channel is, TVG, TVG, oh, and yeah, he's yeah. he's like, get it, get it. Get it? Like he gets crazy when when Giacomo starts crossing the finish line. We've played it here both years. We've been I on guess. I've you've I'm, seen the video. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. He he got in trouble a while back for tweeting something that, I mean, I think it's kind of he said the the part that you're not supposed to say out loud. It was kind of like, you know, horse deaths are part of the sport. It what you and it got taken as I'm okay with the horse deaths. Like I. <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. I'm celebrating the horse deaths, and people ran a little crazy with it. And, and the reality is, I mean, he he kind of was just saying, you know, if you love the sport and you aren't acknowledging what's going on, like you're, you're kind of just accepting the fact that like oh, these these animals, a lot of them are going to die every year as we do this. But, and, yeah, it's it's, it's yeah, but, I mean, not the rate, but yeah, I get what it's been. Saying. It's yeah. been a bad few years for that for sure, especially yeah. here locally. And Ken got in trouble for that, and he, he penned a letter today saying, you know, basically like I don't belong in horse racing anymore, and I'm saying goodbye to the sport. I always bet the Kentucky Derby because I've been tied to it. And we used to have him before I came over here. I had him on the radio show every single year around Derby time when we were at 790 and 93.9 because he was, you know, just I, I love the video. He's like one of my favorite guys, and he actually gave out Country House as the winner in what was that was it 2019 i guess when you know, country house went off at 55 yeah. to 1 or wherever it was Somehow over the year but yeah i remember the horse yeah. one after the the objection and, and the the long delayed the you know when they, they threw out the horse to the, the one and like made me some money because i would not have bet on country house at all nice. if it hadn't been for ken so did you send him some no he because he bet on him he bet more than i did oh, okay. so he was fine he doesn't he's, need my money he's, he's working for tvg at the time send me some he was great uh but sad to see ken go hopefully he will i'm sure he'll land on his feet and find another job but that was Somebody just a friend passed that along during the break, and I was like, "Oh, bummed to see him write that goodbye letter." But also, I understand. Uh, get the Reds' first pitch coming up pretty soon here. Maybe start being Somewhere I'm gonna lose you. Very distracted, but we will. Uh, we'll take a few texts just because we didn't do very well on getting through the text line there. So I do want to, because yesterday was so strange. I do want to make sure that the text line's heard, and because it's Weird Wednesday, and we get into all sorts of weird stuff. 502-414-1450. I didn't mention it earlier, but a reminder: the Thornton sex line, the best place to go to text. And Thornton's is the best place to go if you need to fill up your car or get a tasty treat inside any one of their 17,552 area Thor- uh, locations. 
Download the Refreshing Rewards app to get the best deals all summer long. Very easy to do. Go to your app store on your phone. Search Thornton's. Download it. Bing, bang, boom. You are good boom. to go. And then text Dang. us at 502-414-1450. Texture says, so intern Patrick is a traitor. I, ho- I hope that Trevor scores higher on the ACT than him. <laughs> Don't worry, Texter. I will. The I'll is, find if, a way. If you score higher than Patrick on the ACT, you also just destroy me on the ACT. You'd, just be, you'd be easily the smartest person with the big X. I mean, someone's going to come out. I mean, I'm going to be the guy like the, the adult, like, yeah, what do you think about that, kid? Yeah. <laughs> Suck it! <laughs> I'm smart. You're dumb. I'm smart. <laughs> I should imagine the the, the Save by the Bell episode where Zach gets a 1502 on the SAT, which by the way is, was impossible, but he still got. I don't even. I'm trying to remember him doing that. You, he got a 1502. Your Save by the Bell knowledge is surpasses that surpasses mine. I know that. So. And that's why you know originally he was he was going to go to Yale when they when they announced the final schools. He was going to go to Yale. He was all embarrassed about it, but his mom made him apply because he got a 1500 on the AC, on the SAT. And then, you know, college years come and just that plan is never addressed. He just he ends up at Caltech. Well, Caltech's a pretty good school. Well, it's not a real school. I thought Caltech was a real school. Well, the school in the, in the show is fictional. Oh, okay. But it's there's... basically supposed to be like Cal Berkeley. I okay. Think. There's a Caltech. I'm sure there is. There's, there's a million yeah, California it's, it's schools. One of those, it's a very prestigious engineering school. There you go. But he he goes there, doesn't go to Yale. The only person who I think follows through on their their storyline from the actual show is Jesse, who they say goes to Columbia. I thought she was supposed to go to Stansbury. No, she could could get into Stansbury. Or, Stansbury wanted Zach because he did better on the SAT. Now didn't did 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 uh, so what's the name? Didn't go to Iowa. No, I mean they just they they did oh, all those so, plans. That's right, he went to he's Cal, on the show. Yeah. They all go to Caltech forget, besides yeah, uh, you know besides Jesse and Lisa. Because Lisa didn't have to go to school because her parents are rich. Pretty much. Yeah, we don't see her again until the wedding episode. Is that what it is? Did they ever say where she was? No, they never gave any background. Like, I always liked when they went to the uh, the vacation home, the vacation series. And, like, they all have to work to be there, and she's the only one not working. Yeah, because her family's rich. Because <laughs> her family's rich, yeah. yeah. They, they, when they introduced the uh, the stripper girl from Independence Day, she became the other the ad, ad, added girl to the Tori? show. Yeah. yeah. Is that her name? Or no, Alex. I just remember is the, is the, the blonde. I just know she's the one that, that gets blown up in Independence Day. She is, yeah. Don't go, girl. Okay. <laughs> Texas says, Trevor, the big rumor is that Rikishi will be at SmackDown on Friday. Are you going? I've got to work. I w- I, no, I can't. Uh, Patrick wasn't going to 680. Is that? You'll be able to see Rikishi. <laughs> now, SmackDown, is it this Friday or is, that, I think it's, is it September 1st? That'd be next Friday when we would be playing football as well. Yeah, I know. That's why I thought it was like, I, when I saw that the SmackDown was going to be here, I couldn't remember if I saw it was this week or next week. Um, if it's this week, no, I won't, I won't, I'm not going to go. I have to work. I'll try to watch it, but I guess, yeah, I can see Rikishi showing up. That'd be cool. The big rumor is Edge going to AEW now, though. I'll be perfectly honest. I thought that Rikishi was a wrestler that had left us. That's, I, no, that's not. That's not really. I, I can't look down yet. It's understandable. I thought you know you hear those stories. Yeah. I feel like there's so many of them that you kind of just forget. His brother Umaga has passed. Well, that's maybe that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, if you remember Umaga, Umaga is the one who represented uh, more. His most famous match was representing um, uh, Vincent Mann in the Battle of the Billionaires versus Trump at WrestleMania. Uh, Texture says, "Will you talk about this?" And then sends a link to a tweet that will probably open in 35 minutes. Uh, I think this is. I'm just based on the hyperlink. I think this is the San Diego, yeah, San Diego State thing. So, 
In another NIL first. I haven't seen this. The U.S. Department of Justice announced it's entered into an NIL deal with members of the San Diego State basketball team. As part of the team-wide deal, the the Aztecs are going to promote fentanyl awareness and prevention. Like, like awareness of like where to get it. No. <laughs> okay. Good. That's pre- that would be that would go really counteract the next line, which is prevention. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> That's good because fentanyl's not good for you. I mean, what's is this a big deal? They're just going to put them in like a this is your brain on drugs ad or something. Essentially, it sounds like it, it'll be. They'll do social media spots. They'll do public service announcements. They'll have – so Lamont Butler – I'm seeing the story now. Lamont Butler, who hit the shot in the Final Four and sent them to the national title game, yeah. uh, is going to be – is going to talk about this and, and talk about fentanyl and other players, including Reese Dixon Waters, who we recruited from USC, is going to be a part of this. I don't know if I like this because this is – I mean, if they're, if they're going to be doing this, then what are we going to make the guys getting caught with drugs do as punishment? What do you mean? I mean, usually when you get busted with, like, a possession, you have to, you have to do a, a PSA, right? I mean, if these are if regular people are doing PSA, what are we going? What are the people who are getting busted are going to do? I think it means more coming from people who didn't use fentanyl. But I mean, the fentanyl thing is is a gigantic deal nationally. It probably is not getting enough attention. The overdoses are way up. Oh, it's ridiculous. Fentanyl is is a key factor in all of that, and it just it just seems to keep happening. the the opi- the opioid addiction the Fatal overdoses, all those numbers. This isn't anything are new, by the way. It's been going on for twenty years, by the way. Say what? Oh, the the like with opiates and fentanyl. This has not been a, like a new issue. This has been a problem for going on. Well, it has, years, but again, yeah. the numbers are skyrocketing. It, it's way, way, way worse now than it was five years ago, let mm-hmm. alone twenty years ago. Uh, like the, I, I saw the number of overdoses among eighteen to thirty-five year olds. I think it's like quadrupled in the last five years, which is just stunning and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens to me, too, because weed's legal now. People just go buy that. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I, don't, I don't know what the deal is, but fentanyl is a, is a big part of it. Not Cahill. Not Cahill fentanyl, which we had that discussion. I saw Cahill is in uh, he's over, oh, overseas Oh, yeah, former trip, coach. Yeah, overseas trip with BYU right now. He's in San Diego State. <laughs> he's not. Okay. He's out west. He's, he's with the Cougars. He's with BYU. Uh, but, yeah, that's a – I mean, I think it's a cool thing. It's a good way to use NIL. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I feel like that's something I – you could probably should do without having to be paid for do it, but you know. Sure, but I mean, if the NCAA is going to, you know, if something good's going to come out of it, then why not? Plus, I always get worried with the old uh, going back to say by the bell. You know, the the, the famous people are usually doing the anti drug commercials are the ones that are on the drugs the most. Mm. Texas uh, drones are being used a lot in the war in Ukraine. Comrade Trevor strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> Texas, I love the Howmouth music. I'd say Come On, Illinois is their best song, but there's lots of good ones. I don't know if I've heard that song. I only have the first I only have the album that has the don't on it. That's the only album I own. I'll be I like Howmouth a lot. They when when Kate left is kind of when I checked out a little bit. I know she's making music by herself, and I know they're still making music. She but, only did like two albums with them, right? Yeah, and it, uh, yeah, I think she because she did I think she did they did they had an album, I think, before the Sedona album. And then the Sedona album, which she's on, and then she left after that album, I believe. I believe that's correct. And if I had to guess, I mean, other than saying, my cousin Greg's probably my favorite. My, is my favorite on that album. Texture says there's a 100% chance that Trevor complains about the drone despite buying the cheapest one that he could find. That, that's, ah, that's a guarantee. Not not true. There, there a cheaper were, one? There were some cheaper ones. Okay. The cheaper one looked like something you get in the state fair if you pop three balloons in a row, though. Like it was, it had like the 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 
the helicopter, the propellers like were like colorful and look, it looked like a, like a cheap fan. I was, I know, I wasn't getting that one. That one was like twelve bucks. I think the Chippy Handling was more. I kind of want you to get that one now. <laughs> just, if I get that one, I'll just fly. I will just see how high I can fly it and then fly it as far as I can. It'll land in the Ohio River probably. Did you ever have a toy that you? Like consistently wanted, but always broke. Like I always asked for remote control cars. I always broke my GI Joes, but I, I got. I feel like I got a remote control car probably three times for Christmas growing up, and broke all of them. I think before the day after Christmas. Hey, do you know I never had one. I loved like, like little, just like the little remote control cars. We got yeah. one for Virginia a few years ago because she she saw some special where the kid wanted a, a red car, and that's what she asked for. And I was like, and I, I'm pretty sure I broke it again. Like just. I was like, she didn't care about it at all. She just wanted to get one. Remote control cars. You can get remote control cars for like five bucks now. I know, and I, I know I want to get. Maybe that's what. Maybe that's like the whole thing of my wanting the drone is because I never had a remote control car growing up. And in 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 fairness, like they were a lot more expensive when I was a kid. Like you, you. Didn't, oh, you walked into Radio Shack, and those things were like front and center. You have no. Idea. I was. You, you stole my. my you in my mind. That was like me as a kid. I was Wayne, looking at the guitar. <laughs> like same. I would go in Radio Shack. There was one on Westport Plaza. It was over by where Win Dixie and Squeeze Play was. Yeah. And I was walk. I'd go in that, I'd ride my bike. I'd go in that Radio Shack. And you're right, it was right there. It was always like a red and black one, too. It was so awesome looking. And I, it was like me, like Wayne looking at the car. I'm like, ooh. And I think it was probably a couple hundred bucks, maybe. I don't know. And so I never, I, I'm going to buy a remote control car. You should. That was how you got me to go into Radio Shack as a kid. Because my, my mom would there go was in there other to, reason, yeah. to get something. And like, I would just be like, oh, my God. That yeah, Radio Shack seemed like the coolest place in the entire world. It just had that one remote. That's all you needed was that card. Everything else in there was was boring to a child. Texas, how long until Trevor gets the drone stuck in a tree? I don't. I don't think it's gonna get. I think it's just gonna come crashing down to the earth. What are you? You're gonna you're gonna be home, and you're gonna be watching TV, and you're gonna be like power outage in East 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 Louisville <laughs> because Trevor probably crashed his drone into a. To power up uh, utility boxes, burn our house down somehow. <laughs> Speaking of, I think it was it was Tuesday morning. I didn't this didn't come on the show yesterday, but at like four thirty in the morning, our fire alarm just starts going off, and like the smoke detectors. Yeah, smoke detectors starts going. Oh, off. I took the batteries out of mine decades ago. Well, Mary comes sprinting up and just like just yells at me as if like somehow I can smell and find fire better than she can. She's like, <laughs> like why is this going off? I'm like, I don't know. So I run in the basement. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I would smell the fire if it was if we were in danger, but no, no fire downstairs, like no fire outside. It was low battery. I don't know what it was. It just, it just went off. But shockingly, n- neither one of the kids woke up, which was, that's good. I mean, John kind of stirred sort of. and went back down, but it was like, thank God. But like, it's one of those deals in the middle of the night when you get that kind of adrenaline rush out of nowhere, yeah. it's really hard to go back to sleep. Oh, Shohei Otani just hit an absolute bomb. Sorry. Two nothing angels. Yeah, we the uh, I had a smoke, God, the, the smoke detector in my hallway that would go off all the time. It was just so annoying, so I just I, I had to unplug it and take it out. Two batters in to the game. He's the best third? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Hitting second today. Is he? Abbott walked the leadoff man and threw one pitch to Otani. He hit about, I don't know, 675 feet. Plus bad timing because Trout's back now. Yeah, he did nothing last night. He, well, it was his first game back. Oh, oh. damn. It's going to be in the- I mean, I feel like we're not going to score two runs off Otani. The game's oh, already over. Oh, no. Game's done. What's up? What's wrong now? Bad news. What? Just about what? 10 minutes ago, apparently come out, the legendary Terry Funk has passed away at the age uh, of 79. Uh, Terry, the, I mean, Roadhouse, 
Chainsaw Charlie. The dude was uh, the like he was like the GoBots to to Mick Foley, Transformer. Do anything. Great Legend of Japan. That's sad. That's sad. It's also amazing he made it to seventy nine when with all the things I could describe in his resume. I also just seeing how old Terry Funk looked when they he's like on Raw when I was a kid. I would have guessed he was like eighty five. I mean, eighty nine. Yeah, <laughs> that guy in seventy nine years did more probably to his body physically than seventy nine people did if they lived to one hundred and twenty. <laughs> that, that's unfortunate news, sad news, uh, but yeah, apparently Terry Funk has moved on. That is very sad. Texas says. A sad day, kind of. Texas says Trevor Droner the Stoner. Droner the Stoner. <laughs> I can't use name Stoner right now. I got a bad rep. Texas says it's going to be hard for Trevor to fly that drone. I've had a couple of the cheap ones, but they are fun to fly once you get the hang of it. Yeah, I'll get the hang of it. Will you, though? Well, the odds I hit a bird. Well, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> Let's try to avoid killing things, human or animal. I mean, <laughs> can a drone go as high as an airplane? No, no. This is this is <laughs> this this was my exact concern. Well, airplanes aren't are they that high up? Is that this is exactly the thought that's going to go through your brain, and you're going to try to like take the thing out to like I wonder if I can get to the moon. What okay, what was the stat I read somewhere a couple of days ago? Like if you drove a car straight up, you could get to the moon in like six hours. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not. <laughs> I swear I read that wasn't like a weed dream. I read that somewhere. <laughs> say, say again what you just said. If you drive a car straight up, like 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 uh, you know, like they did in the end of like Greece or whatever, you could get to the moon in like six hours, or you could get out of the pl- out of the atmosphere in like six hours. Out of the, you said to the moon. Well, same difference. Yeah, the moon's That's not, that not the same difference at all. Okay. Those are very, very, very different things. <laughs> if you drove, if you drove sixty-five miles an hour, nonstop, and drove straight up to the moon, it would take around one hundred and fifty-three days. It says six months. Yeah. It was six months maybe the set that you were hearing? No, no. I think maybe it was leaving the atmosphere for me. Like it was like you could get there in like six six you could you could leave the planet in like six hours. Again, that's not what you, <laughs> the fact that you said for a second that you thought you could drive to the moon in six hours if it were physically possible was that was a bad look for the show. Really? That was that was bad. That was almost on par with well, it was, honestly, that's worse than the. It would take one hour and fifteen minutes to reach space. Yes, that's what I was reading about. Okay, that's better than to the moon. Well, I mean, I can think the moon was that much farther off the atmosphere. Well, it is. <laughs> I mean, how long did you think it took the lunar mission to get to the moon? Oh, like three hours? <laughs> no. They've got rockets. I mean, if we could drive there in six hours, the, the rocket's going to get there in like 45 seconds. If you walked an average speed of six kilometers per hour, it would take you 16 hours and 40 minutes to get to space. <laughs> I mean, why did it take us like 30 years and like three Apollos to get that, there? Uh, how close do you think the moon is? <laughs> Texas says. I mean, how far uh, I see it outside. Texas says, quote from Trevor of the day, are airplanes <laughs> that high up? <laughs> well, at some points, well, no, they, have, they land. Well, I mean, because I'd read this stat about driving a car into space, which makes me think that the plane can't be that high up. 
Texas, the show sounds so much better today. Yesterday sounded like it was broadcast from a riding lawnmower. It basically was. It, you're not wrong. You were near the John Deere stand, right? Uh, it was near. I mean, there's. you're never safe anywhere. You're always near a John Deere stand out there. <laughs> That's good to know. Texas says, if there's any wind, that drone is boned. <laughs> oh, don't forget, I got to send in my picture before the 1st of September for my ACTs, by the way. You got a full week. Okay. To get the goth look down. <laughs> the cops is it, should, should I be going for the golf look? Yes. Texas says, let's talk about the fact that Trevor just waited for the hottest heat wave in Louisville in two to three years to finally do an outside activity. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a good, there's a very good chance I might just go get in my car and turn the AC on, though. Texas Trevor got that drone for 100,000 tickets at David Buster's. <laughs> I'm a ski ball master. Texas says, Trevor, please keep the drone away from UPS and the SDF airport. I mean, do you think it'd make it that far? No. I mean, unless you're like right over there, you could take it over there, but please don't. Is that okay? That's, probably, I'm, I'm, that's a bad thing. Yeah. I'm worried this is going to end up coming back to the show. Like, I can see the headline right now leading with Big X and producer. <laughs> well known. Now that's, that's, giving us, that's giving us too much credit. <laughs> I'll just, just blame it on Patrick. <laughs> Lightly respected local radio producer. Lightly respected. <laughs> Semi known. I, I just play innocent. I was like, I didn't know. I thought I could drive to the moon. Uh, Texas says, Trevor, I'd wear my Emmy around my neck and go pick up women at the bar. Also, Trevor, I didn't leave my house this weekend and watch three movie trilogies and door dashed all six meals. Yeah, because I didn't have an Emmy to, to impress anyone with. You're right, probably Texas. I wouldn't go to the bar with that. I'd probably just walk out to the front. I'd actually meet my dasher for the first time. <laughs> like, <I've> never... <laughs> you like what you see? <laughs> Your mashed potatoes and gravy are in the bag. I can. I have never like. I'm so. There's been times I'm hungry and I'm like, I can't wait to get. And I'll still have to wait from the drive away before I go out and get my food. Like I don't know why I'm so weird about that. I do the same thing. Like I'm just waiting for them to leave. They'll be sitting in their car. I'm like, go. Oh. Go! <laughs> I, I do the same thing. The last time I accidentally opened it up as he was like putting it down, I was like, hey! It's so awkward, and right? The one time where the guy completely screwed up the order and like had to call me directly. I'm like, this guy knows what I look like. He could kill me if he wanted to. I also, is it me or like, I sometimes will get the dashers who will like text me like like messages. Like last, yesterday, for example, like I'm just sitting here and we're doing a show and I had ordered some uh, cattlemen's and like, I get a text from like the dasher like, hey, I'm here, just waiting on the food. See you soon. And like, and like a little smiley face. I'm like, I don't know you. Like, what? Just, just bring me. I my- appreciate it if it's taking longer than expected. If I there's some guess. Sort of issue, but I, I, I don't need the things are going according to plan. And I don't need that. Time. I got GPS on the, the dash order thing. I can follow where you're at. I don't need updates. We are not going to interact with any human beings in like ten years. Oh, I hope not. I kind of do too. It's bad. It's good for you to interact. Though. It's good for you. Yeah, but you can interact without being like interacting, right? No. I think that's the issue. <laughs> I think that's exactly what we're talking about. Texas, if that drone has obstacle avoidance, don't try it inside first. Sometimes people do that just to mess with the controls unless you know how to turn that feature off. Good idea getting a cheap one first to get a feel. Thank you. This, See? Is, this sounds like a, a drone expert here. This sounds like a guy who knows what they're talking about. Yeah, and I wasn't going to do it inside. No, no. I'm, I'm going to do it outside. The obstacle avoidance, I don't know why that would be... Something that we I, don't, I think mine about. came with it because I think I read that as part of the description, right? You did. But he, okay. says, he says if it has it, don't try it inside first unless you know how to turn the feature off. 
Well, I don't want to turn it off. I want to leave the way I'm probably going to fly. I'm, I need to have it on. It's going to go so bad. <laughs> Texture says. Can we delay it on your house? Hey, Mike, it's not. It is not legal to fly a drone pers- in a drone personal line of sight. Please check FAA Part 107 regulations. Jesus help us. As a licensed drone pilot, I am scared. This is a licensed Wait, drone a pilot. License? I got to have a license to fly a drone? Well, I don't think you do. I barely keep a license to drive a car, let alone fly a drone. You have to be able to see the drone at all times when flying it. You can't just fly it anywhere. Oh, well, that ain't going to happen. I'm t- yeah, cause cause you know me, I'm all about the law. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is gonna we're, we're gonna get arrested. Can I get fined for this? Yes. There's a drone fine. There, I'm assuming there's a drone fine. Well, this guy knows. Well, for thirty five bucks, if they try to say it's mine, I'll just deny it. This is, I can't be a drone pastor. <laughs> I'm holding the controller. Not mine, <laughs> <laughs> sir. I'm looking at a picture of myself looking at the drone on the on your camera right now. No, you're not. <laughs> the Hante Woodard. Remember that story when he was at UofL? He like ordering drugs to the mail, and they were like, we have a package for Jay Woodard. He's like, that's me. And he's like, sir, you're under arrest. Like, that ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best stories from, like, the old 90s UofL football days. When we were to draft, our commissioner had, like, the, the really the best seat, and he had to, like, he left his, like, notebook there. So I just went and moved it over and sat down. And he just walked up. He's like, did you steal my seat? And I was like, no. Everybody's like, you're in my seat. I was like, prove it. <laughs> and I didn't steal it. it, was, it was... <laughs> I used to always talk about when, you know, you, when you would have like high school or college parties during the summer, and you know, you would a friend would get a keg or a friend would go out, and especially before you everybody was 21, if they had a, you had a friend with an ID, you'd go out, you'd buy like tons of cases or whatever, and then you start drinking, you'd be like, hey man, can I get like five bucks from everybody? I always thought like, I mean, again, you're at a party with like your closest friends. Like, what if you were just like, no? <laughs> it's like, all right, well, then can you stop drinking? No. Just a quick way to cause the biggest fight amongst friends. Spit that drink back in the beer. Spit that no. beer out. No. I'm going to stay in the park. What are you going to do about it? I went to a, I did go to, went to a cake party once in high school, and my buddy, we, sh- we showed up with, we were drinking a bottle of beer, and we showed up with the bottles we got there with. They were charging like two bucks a cup. We just were just spilling the beer into our bottle that we showed up with. Two bucks a cup. <laughs> somebody, I remember somebody did one time and was like, Wait a minute, why don't you have cups? Why do you have bottles? And we're like, uh, we brought these. Like, you've been here for like three hours. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm a sipper. We brought a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a large bottle. Very high tolerance. Uh, oh, well, so- it's two bucks because it was like the late 90s. Let's take a break. When we come back, more nonsense. Why not? Weird Wednesday. It's happening here on 1450 and 961. The Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> Stop. And we're back. 
Nobody. On 1450 Big X. Quick update from Anaheim. How are you ready for this? Shohei Otani has left the game for the Anaheim Angels after hitting a two-run home run in the first inning and pitching and retiring four of the first five Reds he faced. He's leaving with uh, an undisclosed injury. His velocity was down. They came out to look at him. He said he couldn't go. He said he's out. He's done. Not good for the Angels. Are they in, they in the playoff hunt? No, they're like 10 games back in the wild card. They they became buyers of the deadline. They tried to make a playoff push and has yeah, they failed traded. miserably. They've been like the Reds since the All-Star break. That's but nice. now they've got – I mean, this sucks for them too because they've got – now they, they go to the bullpen in the second inning of the first game of a doubleheader. Yeah. Like that's a, it's a little rough. Tyler Anderson in the game for them now as they'll try to – Tackle the Reds, but it is, I hope it's not a bad injury. I mean, he's a free agent. It is. I mean, it's look good news for the Reds today. But as a baseball fan, I hope Shohei, Shohei Otani is fine. I mean, he's the, the concern with being the new modern Babe Ruth, and he's honestly he's, he's done it long. Babe Ruth only was a pitcher and hitter for two years. Like he's yeah, been more productive that, yeah. than Ruth has already. People talk about your body wearing down, and he keeps seeming to to come up with little injuries late in seasons. I don't know. It just makes me worry if this is. Something he can do long term. Bruce, Bruce stopped pitching right before the uh, live buyer, too. He did. You're correct. He did. And we didn't pitch until like 17, 18, and 19. I think we were only three years he pitched, or 17, 18. It was only, it was before he got to the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. Because the Yankees were like, you know, I think I think it was last year in Boston they took him off the mound, but I mean, I could be wrong. Because they were like, you need to be out there every day. But he went like 20 and 2 as a starter. I mean, he was, again, records back then were a little misleading because it was a dead ball era. And Christian Encarnacion Strand promptly grounds into it. I mean, if, you, if, you're, if you're Otani, there, there is great. some... Make him work, Christian. What are you doing? If there is some injury to the arm, I mean, you're looking at signing Otani. You're giving him you know, $300 million no matter what, but are you just willing to move him over? Does he, can he still get the same amount of money if he's just only playing on one, one position? I.e., you know, a hitter and not a pitcher? Maybe not, but even if he is, he's still like one oh, he's still awesome, the best yeah. Hitters in baseball. He hit home run number 44. Yeah, he leads the league in home runs. Yeah, he's, he's, he's dominant. Leads the league in pretty much everything. He's unreal. Uh, let's talk about this list real quickly that you sent me. I, I had not seen this until a couple of days ago. Did you not I, see it on Twitter yourself? No, it was over the or weekend. The I was kind of I was off the X this weekend for the most part. I try to stay away when I don't have to be. I don't blame you. But Brett McMurphy got every coach in the ACC, every head football coach in the ACC, to list – their favorite musical artist. I'm always curious about stuff like this. It's, yeah. it's good summer fodder. Mm-hmm. It's always you, you learn a little bit more about a person when you see something like this. Now, because <laughs> your, yours would be would you say Elliot Smith? No, 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 no. You wouldn't have said him. Who would you say then? Ooh, I don't know. I mean, I know I'm saying Sublime, probably not Pink Floyd. Outcast, okay. Yeah, uh, you've got Jeff Brahms, which is a standout to me. And I know this speaks directly to your heart because you were, at least of their earlier work. Oh, yeah, and probably the work that Brahm's a fan of, too, because I'm so, assuming this is Brahm in the eight, you know, mid-'80s listening to it. He's, his favorite musical artist is LL Cool J. Which makes me think we should do the uh, going, say going back to Cali, going back to Bill. Going back to Fern Creek. Fern Creek. Fern Creek. <laughs> Fern. Boston College's Jeff Halfley, Bruce Springsteen. That's that, I mean. Generic. Yeah. Sports. Oh. Older sports person answer. Now this one, this one, I, this one, this one made me smile a little bit because Dabo I know, Sweeney. Because you like his person, but you don't hate like Dabo Sweeney. Dabo Sweeney says Garth Brooks. Did that surprise you? A little bit because Garth is. I mean, he's country, but he's also kind of like. He's not like very like. He's religious. like a liberal. Like yeah, he, he's more progressive. Like he, he's I think drawn the ire of a lot of the new country music fans that lean towards the conservative side. Dabo certainly leans towards the conservative side. But do you, do you think Dabo listens to Chris Gaines as well? No. 
Nobody, nobody listens to Chris Gaines. <laughs> but he goes Garth Brooks. Duke's Mike Elko goes Jay-Z, which is the least appropriate answer for a Duke person. That's, I don't know. I don't know why, too. I, don't know. I just picture Mike Elko looking like, like, who was the coach there before him, Dave, Dave That's a Is Mike Elko a younger guy? I don't know what he looks like. Uh, I mean, I'm picturing him looking like David Cutcliffe, though, and that didn't for him to say Jay Z is kind of could you could you see David Cutcliffe saying Jay Z? No, but I, I also I mean Mike Elko is is much younger. He's is not, he okay? He's not young though. Like he he's not a guy that you would look at. I mean, you can look at his picture. He's not a guy that you would look at and say I think this guy listens to Jay Z. No, no, I would no, no. I'm he's kind of an at, overweight, probably around what fifty years old. I would guess. Yeah, I would say like I, if I would be more forty six. Like, if I'd have guessed and looking at him, I'd been like. I don't know, uh, David Allen Coe? I'd say Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Springsteen, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Mike Norvell from Florida State. Bob Marley. The only thing about Mike Norvell I'll ever like. Also an interesting answer. <laughs> it is very, what does that tell about Mike Norvell? It does explain his like his decisions at co- as head coach for the last few years. <sighs> what about Satterfield would have been? One of these new country guys. <laughs> Luke Combs. Now, Brent Key. This made me smile. Oh, because this is, this is also your boy. Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> We're beating Georgia Tech by at least 21. L Cool J over to Jimmy Buffett. L Cool J versus Jimmy Buffett. Not even a contest, right? No. Miami's Mario Cristobal. This one annoys me because I don't like him as a coach, but this is probably my third favorite band of all time. Guns N' Roses. Yeah, that's this. I mean, this is going to come off sounding like really bad stereotype, but I was like waiting for like, you know, Miami Sound Machine or something. Why would you say that? <laughs> he's in Miami. Explain. He's in, he's in Miami. You know, he's in the of the crowd. People from Miami named Mario can't listen to Guns N' Roses? Or Pitbull, maybe? Oh, Trevor. <laughs> Dave Doran. Not a shock here. Merle Haggard. No, that's... No. <laughs> Here comes what I thought Dabo would have back picked. Back in your locker, nerd. The next is what I would have picked for Dabo, probably. Okay, Mac Brown at UNC, Eric Church. <laughs> I, mean, I can see Dabo being an Eric Church guy. I'm surprised Mac Brown didn't go with, like, Tony Bennett or something. Like, I can see him just being, like, Frank Sinatra. I, I Kind of with you there. Because he's that so old. Answer. Yeah, you expect him to have someone, like, older. But he is. I mean, you know, he's, he's Texas roots. He's, he's, he's I guess. He's time down there. He's, I can see him being kind of the new wave country guy. Pitts, Pat Narduzzi, ACDC. Okay. I feel like that's a stereotypical football coach answer, too. Yeah, and he does kind of, like, yeah, I could see that being, yeah. Syracuse's Dino Babers. James Brown. I like the answer. Uh, doesn't, I mean, I, I'm going age. Yeah, I could, I could see that being a good one. I like James Brown, too. I like Dino personally. I don't think he's a great coach, but yeah. I like him personally. Now, Virginia's Tony <laughs> Elliott. We already had a Duke head coach choosing Jay-Z. I know. Tony Elliott of Virginia says Nas. <laughs> so we've got the, you know, the old feud. And wasn't, he, wasn't Virginia... he Dabo's co- assistant? Yes. But, so we got the old feud. You know, the Jay-Z-Nas feud was a big deal back in the day. And now we have the same thing between Duke and Virginia. <laughs> Nas and Jay-Z going headed. None of these answers are what I would guess. Like, these are all some very surprising responses. I just like how our coach is a little older, so he's got the more old school. OG of the rapping of the rappers here, which I like. Brent Pry of Virginia Tech says the Almond Brothers. I mean, I, I guess. like the Almond Brothers. I like the Almond Brothers too. 
Dave Clawson, the Clawson. This one I feel like is just kind of like this is perfect. shocking to me. Really, very surprised. You talk- like this band? I like Talking Heads. I do too. Talking Heads. Yeah. Dave Clawson's favorite band is the Talking Heads. I mean, I could see Wake Forest coach like liking the art school kids that turned music. I can see it too, but Clawson just does not strike me as that type of guy. You don't but see him as a Talking Heads listener. I I don't, but he clearly he is. Clearly, I'm wrong. Like you have to think about it. like picture this. You have to like now picture these coaches. In their office or driving through their university, jamming the band that they just picked. Exactly. And I can't see Dave Clawson being like, you may ask yourself. <laughs> now, then again, I could see How Dab- did I get here? I could see Dabble riding around going, I'm shameless. <laughs> I actually could, too. Now that you say that. No, no, have a prayer. <laughs> Standing <laughs> outside the fire. <laughs> Life is not tried. It, that song, I just remember my dad, like English nerd, big, big big writer, was like, how do you try life? That's the stupidest line I've ever. I'm like, dad, just let it go. Oh, Mr. Uh, fast, throw a fastball, fast pitch or <laughs> no, speed ball. No, he can throw that speed ball by <laughs> you. That's different. Nobody's ever called a fastball a speed ball. You never listen to an MLB broadcast. They've been like, oh, one speed ball there on the outside corner. <laughs> First thing I picture Mike Elko like uh, – like Michael Bolton on an office space listening to Jay-Z driving through Duke. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Mike. E to the Elko. I mean, I just I don't see it. I don't see it. I got 99 problems, but recruits ain't one. <laughs> Hit me. <laughs> got the baddest chicks in the game wearing my chain. It's like you look at his spread offense just looking like crap. Uh, I don't uh, I'm shocked. By, there were a lot of surprising answers in that list, but a lot of entertaining answers. Yeah, there was. I enjoyed it. Um, I was, right. no, nobody under the radar, though. I was kind of maybe hoping maybe we get somebody under the radar, but, you know. Texture says, and this is a – I'm glad that we're getting to this point. I, I kind of wanted the am I the a-hole situation to evolve into this. Texture says, I've got my own am I the a-hole situation. The neighbor behind me and I share a gravel driveway. He has two kids that go to school still and are out rain or shine to catch the bus. He wanted to get some ideas for how to keep them dry. He suggested putting an old car on my property, building a lean-to on my property, or even adding a carport next to my garage on my property. Our property easement is next to the railroad and to the town, so there's nowhere to build anything. I suggested to get a good umbrella like we used to do back in the day. (laughs) Am I the a-hole? No, I don't think you are. So, I mean... That's the property. Yeah, so they want to put stuff... He wants to... He wants to build, like, a car... Who would want to put, like, a, a junked car on that? that? That I wouldn't want. Yeah, he yeah he wants potentially to add a, a carport next to the the person's garage. All of this, all of these ideas would be on the texter's property. Also, I have another question. It, it, I mean, it's the driveway. It, you're waiting for the bus. I'm assuming the bus picks him up, like, in front of your house. Just, why don't the kids just stay in the living room and look out the window? Yeah, I mean, if that's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, we're talking about the driveway, right? I mean, can't the kids just, like, wait for driveways? The, yeah. Can't about kids, driveways? Driveways. <laughs> driveways, people. You're not the a-hole, my friend. No, no, you're not. You don't, I don't blame you not wanting something put on your, you know, just, yeah. Give them give, give an umbrella. Tell them, teach, teach them to swirl. Texas, didn't TK also think that you could build a, fr- he said fridge to Hawaii, but I believe that means bridge to Hawaii, although either may have been true. <laughs> Okay, uh, he did at one point believe that you could build a bridge I didn't from say California. I believe I just assume, I just suggested it. 
I thought it could be close enough that you could maybe do a bridge to, to, from California to Hawaii, and it would save a lot of problems, a lot of trouble, a lot of flights. Turns out it's like the distance from driving from one coast to the other. It was like, I think, 3,500 miles or something. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like the equivalent of driving from here to like to like Los Angeles. It's, it's like 3,000 miles, yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. You're not, only- <laughs> not bridge drivable. I don't like being on the bridge going just from here, from Kentucky to, Louis- from to Indiana, let alone being on a bridge. Like- the longest bridge I was on was the one in, um, not Tampa, was it uh, Clearwater. There's like a really long bridge in Clearwater. And I hated being on that, too, because there was... My uncle's like, hey, you know, back about 10 years ago, a barge hit this thing and wrecked it. I'm like, yeah, I don't like being on the like, bridge. I don't want to be. <laughs> I also don't like. There's I, one in New Orleans, too, that goes over like the, that's a real long one. I get really anxious being underneath bridges or underneath like overpasses. I don't know if you, do you know the, the so the new, I say new, it's been like 10 years at this point, but the new exit and entrance ramps to the Waterson off Westport Road, right by you. Yes. So if you're getting off when you're going eastbound. You get off that Westport Road exit, so you're like you're waiting to turn left. The so you're right underneath the the Waterson, basically you're right underneath the highway. There's like pieces falling down from it, and every oh, time yeah. I'm there, I'm like people are like, oh, like this is. I see pictures every now and then get posted online. I'm like, shouldn't we be fixing this? <laughs> shouldn't I not be sitting here as pieces of some sort of metal fall next to my car? This seems this seems wrong. The the creepiest bridge I've ever been on though is probably Oakland Bridge in California. I've heard. It's because it goes up. Like you're driving uphill on this long bridge, and you get up there, and then you like go back down. I mean, it's like it goes up. It's like being on a hill. It's like the lat, and it's long. It's very long across the bay. But it's the only one I think that you don't have to pay a toll as well, too. So. I think I'm just, you know, we used to like blame Kenny Klein for everything at UofL. I think now any citywide problem is going to blame Marty Polio. He's listening. <laughs> Marty, get on the bridge. <laughs> If my drone breaks, I'm blaming Marty. <laughs> Fix that Westport Road overpass. Can I take the drone to West to Wagner? Probably not. I mean, or with the SAT. <laughs> we'll ask the licensed drone guy. I did get a reminder about my picture, though, so I need to send it in next week. Don't let me forget. It's got to happen. Yeah. Texas says, Justin Timberlake never had a song like Humping Around. He's got a very good point there, man. It is a good point. I'm just <laughs> Sexy back's pretty good, though. That's my favorite. Texas says, I don't know what your ratings are, but you guys have to be number one by far in podcasts. Can't imagine many people listening to 680 pods. They suck. I don't, uh, know. I don't know about 680, but I'm being case. There's some other podcasts that do a lot of uh, downloads. We don't, we, I, we're, not in a, we're not in a podcast like area, we, not in the area, but time slot. Like where we're at, right. you get the podcast shows are your morning and late shows. Yeah. Those are the ones, and that's some early afternoons. Those get a lot more podcast downloads because people aren't getting up at that time. Yeah. Or they're working. Although we only see the downloads on SoundCloud, so we don't get to see our Apple downloads. We never no. know exactly how much they are. But but we do get de- – I'm not going to lie. We, we, I thank you to all the people that know. We do get a decent amount. Texas says, you must, Trevor must be thinking of Cal Poly. Caltech is like the West Coast MIT, like Trevor said, very prestigious. Yeah, thank you. I knew Caltech was very. Uh, no, that was school. the name of the fake school in Save by the Bell. Is what I'm saying. It, it couldn't have been called Caltech because Caltech is a real school. And Caltech, I believe, is where like 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 a lot of the, like uh, like I said, it's a big engineering school. It was. Come on, what's the name of the school? Cal Poly's real too, though. Cal Poly is really yeah. is real. Can you just do Save by the Bell college years? That's what I'm looking for. Fake college, college Save by the Bell, Cal. Uh, it was. They live the fictitious California universe. They just call it Cal U. 
don't. <laughs> How is that not like? Because <laughs> you, because did Cal it? Please is... tell me it had like blue and gold as its color. I think it did. Because yeah, because Cal they technically the... is Cal Berkeley. Yes. Yeah, and they were the Falcons. I know. I remember that. Were they okay? That I didn't remember. Because Alex was the Falcon mascot. What's <laughs> your memory of Sable Boat does astonish me? I need to. I feel like I'm lacking so badly in it. Yeah, catch up. I do, but even the college. Because the college show came on like prime time. Texas says the I don't. I'm assuming this is a wrestling text. Okay. Bloodline storyline is dumb now. Way too long, and Roman championship reign is weak because he never won a match without help. Uh, well, the match without help—that's a heel thing. I, the bloodline storyline I think is a little overrated. It's the most popular thing in WWE right now. Storyline guts, and it's not. It's blood and guts, guts. That's dub. That's AEW. Oh, um, they have to call it that because War Games is copyrighted. But the whole story, I, I liked it. It has gone, I think, I think they've missed their opportunities, like NWO style, to like let it in this storyline. They've gone too far, and it should have been at WrestleMania with Cody winning. That was the blunder. They're going to look back and realize they just completely dropped the ball in that one. Texas, didn't Trevor think that you could drive to Hawaii? Yeah. Okay, I, I didn't think you could. I know there's not a bridge yet, but I thought you could put one. I mean, that wasn't worse than I thought. The what was the one in Texas was the size of the moon? Yeah, which I still think that's not that off. I mean, Your knowledge of the moon is, <laughs> or lack thereof, has come back to bite you multiple times on the show. <laughs> Six months. <laughs> that's what we found out. Now, does it take that long to drive there because like there's no gravity in space and then you just can't go as fast? I'm not acknowledging your comment with a response. Can't wait to take the ACTs. Texas, did you see that ESPN hired Shannon Sharp? I would rather watch an adult film starring Ron Jeremy, Angry Guy, and Trevor's mom than First Take. I mean, what's wrong with a Ron Jeremy video? You'd watch a video with Ron Jeremy and your mom? No, not with my mom. Well, he included your mom. Maybe Angry Guy, but in the text. I mean. Okay. <laughs> I thought, I, did Shannon Sharp, did they, did they hire him? I didn't know that was a deal. Hasn't he always been? Like, I can't keep track of who's on what network anymore because I don't no, watch any of these shows. On, Wasn't he, he on these shows? Was he with Skip Bayless? Yeah, but that's on Fox. Oh, see, I don't even know. I thought it was an ESPN show. No, it was. I'm pretty sure it's Fox. Did he just sign? I mean, I just remember getting to the fight at the basketball game. Uh, I guess you got in a fight in a basketball game. Shannon Sharp, remember he was like on. The, he like was getting into it with all the players. He was sitting courtside and like got into a fight with all the players. No, no, I, I did not see that. I guess I don't see anything about him joining there, but. I see Shannon Sharp spurns, I see where Keyshawn replaced spurns him. ESPN for Colin Coward. So it looks like he turned down ESPN. Is Colin Coward not with ESPN? I, I don't, I, again, you're asking the wrong person. I don't know where any of these people go. Um, yeah, I don't listen to him because, you know. Shannon Sharp has reportedly found his new home, and sadly it's bad news for Stephen A. Smith. In a video <laughs> posted by The Volume, the network founded by Colin Cowherd, Sharp revealed that the video outlet would be his next port of call. Okay. So he works for Colin Cowherd's company? I guess. The volume? I the front not. runner for the longest time appeared to be ESPN and more specifically first take. Stephen A's, I guess Stephen A. Smith wanted Shannon Sharp to join him, and apparently Shannon Sharp's not coming. Again, this affects me not whatsoever because I, I I have no idea. And Keyshawn, Keyshawn jo- is, I guess, left ESPN to join um, Skip and replace Shannon Sharp in that show. Well, where's Skip? Skip's still there, I guess. So he has The article I'm seeing Skip is Keyshawn Johnson announces... Now, announcement in uh, is though in dispute. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he didn't join it. I don't know. I, I mean, it's just like nails on a chalkboard listening to any of these people talk about anything. We're so much better than them. 
At least we're real. That's the problem with very like, true. That's just, I'm not saying these guys like Shannon Sharp doesn't know what he's talking about to a degree, or, or Skip Bayless, who is, was once a very good journalist, and Callum Cowherd's a great radio voice. Everyone's playing a character now. But yeah, they're just they're just being yeah they're not even being real people. It's, I'm, you mock me for watching wrestling. If you listen to this, you might as well watch wrestling. I think that's a fair point. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, 5 o'clock hour, we'll get to more text. We'll get some other topics of discussion to get to. We'll play a little Am I the A-Hole. Am I? 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Keep it locked right here. Final hour of the show coming your way next here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. And who can love you like me? Nobody. Who can sex you like me? So close. Am I wrong? It's a quarter past three. Tony Rich. Tony Rich Project. Right? Tony Rich Project, yep. The irony is that the song's about no one knows who he is, and no one does. He, he, the guy's got a hit, and they still don't know who he is. Because everybody thinks it's Babyface. Did Tony Rich Project have another song? No, there's no way. You can ask my heart, my life. <laughs> A jigsaw puzzle that's been torn all apart. Now no. my world is just a crumbling down. Wrong verse, but that's okay. What? The million words couldn't say just how I feel. A million words from now you know I'll still be loving you. I'll be you. loving you still. Uh, they had some other songs. I don't, there's no way yet. It's not a day. It's actually like one person. That he, well, he had a couple of charting songs, it looks like. Did he? Okay. Yeah, Leaving. Apparently, like a lot, like a woman. I do remember that song vaguely. That was during my like the box days. <laughs> One thing I always remember from the box is put it on the glass and uh, the bone thugs. Uh, it's the first of the month. Wake up, wake up. That wake song up. I swear played for like three hours straight. One day, and I kept thinking, who is paying four dollars? A drop to have this play every time. I remember that. That's just my baby daddy. The song was on like when I first started watching the box. It was like every other song, and I had the same thought. I'm like, how are these people must be billionaires? It's like five bucks, right? It was it was expensive. It was like ninety nine cents. No, they were it was like three ninety nine. I know it. How much is the box even around anymore? Oh no, it's it's been long gone. Now before the break, we were talking about we we found Brett McMurphy's list of the every ACC head football coach's favorite musical act. Yeah, and a question came up. What do you think Satterfield's answer would be? <laughs> and earlier today, McMurphy did the same thing with coaches from the Big 12. Oh, he did. And you and I both were like thinking like Eric Church. I said Luke like Combs. New country. The correct answer is Luke Combs. I nailed it? Nailed it. I nailed it. Scott Satterfield's favorite act is Luke Combs. I was just joking that. and He's like one of only three country artists I can name. 
Now, the most interesting. That's a let's great. The most interesting answer of the Big 12 coaches to me is this. Steve Sarkeesian, Texas head coach. Tupac Shakur. <laughs> That'd be uh, George Thorogood. One whiskey, one beer. <laughs> uh, is that too low? Yeah. Is, uh, that, is, that a ba- is that too bad of a joke? A little I mean, low-hanging fruit. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I mean look, I, <laughs> I had some more thoughts, but I, I wasn't going to say that. Okay, good. Well, that's what I'm here for, buddy. Now, the most surprising answer on this entire list. It's so surprising. I'm not looking at this, so I want to. I wanna it's keep... so surprising that I almost think it was made up because he's like, I don't want to say what I think you all think I'm going to say. Okay, okay Jerry Maguire. So, can I guess? Hold it? on. Okay. Mike Gundy of Oklahoma State oh, good has Lord. had some, some issues over the years, right? Yeah, yeah that's an understatement. He's offended the old, what, back in the day, it was the blue check mafia, right? He, he, he offended <laughs> the left with some of his. Shirt choices, some of the comments that he's made over the years. Oh, it's just recently. We're not. We, we can go back to when he's yelling at the media about how they treated Bobby Reed. Well, I mean, we all knew they, yeah. they, that's the most famous. But like, people were on his side for that. Some, yeah. Recently, it's been more. People have been like, "Hey, the guy's kind of a jackass." Yeah. Who do you think Mike Gundy's favorite musical act of all time is? Okay, he went. He played at Oklahoma State as well, so I think he's an Oklahoma guy. So I'm. I'm I want to lean country, but I think it's more old. I'm going David Allen Coe. Are you ready for this? Oh, please tell me it's not like like Wu Tang or something. Prince. Ooh, I would, I would not, not look at Mike Gundy. The mullet. No. The OAN shirt. I get. I'm stereotyping him. I right. get it, but it's so off. It's so out there that I I really and truly feel like he wants to be like I'm just going to shove it in these people's face because they're not going. They, they're expecting me to say, you know, David Allen, somebody like that, Jason yeah. Aldean, Meryl Haggard, or right. Yeah. So I'm going to, you know what? Boom in your face, Prince. And I feel like he says Prince because he's the only one he knows. Like, he only knows Michael and Prince. Like, you couldn't name, like, anybody, like, like he's not going to go. Maybe he really just loves Prince. <laughs> maybe he does. Maybe he just does. Maybe he's maybe he's being legitimate. Can you see him at the uh, OAN meetings and jamming a little ra- Raspberry Beret? No, I can't. That's, that's why this the whole thing is so hard for me to wrap my head around. Now, the other person, look, I, I, I used to love meetings? I love this man. I took a picture with him at a derby party. He was very upset about it. I couldn't help it. Dana Holgerson. Now at Houston, formerly at West Virginia. Former UK assistant. We all know about his issues. Who do you think Dana Holgerson? Because he's a hard one to pet, because he definitely tries to be sort of like He's in his thir- he's in his late thirties though, right? Early forties. Holgerson? No, he's like he's gotta be late forties at this point. He can't be more he can't be over fifty, I know that. Because he was young at UK and that wasn't listening. He's fifty two. Okay. Yeah, well, he, I guess so. He just he's been acting like he's thirty five the entire time he's been he head does, coach, which yeah. has been part of the problem. Uh, so he does kind of try to do like the I'm I'm still young I'm still hip, which kind of made this hard to peg for me. Okay, uh, I'm gonna th- I think on that note I'm gonna go. Uh, he's gonna be newer. I'm gonna say Megan Trainer. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just trying to find new musical acts that you know? <laughs> well, I mean I do know her, not personally. He did not say Megan Trainer. <laughs> okay, Post Malone. <laughs> Is Dana Holgerson's favorite music? You were not close. At I was. All. I was like in the same ballpark. They both suck. <laughs> I don't think Post Malone's that bad. Post Malone great. is so. He's is, is at the level of famous that when he when when they, the the places started handing out meals, he got raising canes. Okay, that's, that's what are you talking about. Post Malone is the raising canes guy. You know, it's like fashionable to be a rapper and have your own meal at a fast food place. 
Yeah. He's raising Cane's. He's got a raising Cane fast. Is food. that worse than Arby's? Yes. Or raising Burger Cane's King? is like. I like raising Cane's. I know. I mean, it's okay, but it's like the flea market of chicken restaurants. Post Malone's doing pretty well for himself. I think he's he's fine. He's the former rock star. He couldn't make it, so he went and rap. No, you're thinking. See, you you, you get. I'm the, you think of Machine Gun Kelly. You do this every single ah. time. Yeah. Wrong D bag. Sorry. Yeah, you're thinking you're. you're they you're, both suck. <laughs> they're very different. <laughs> anyway. Yet they're some of them the same. Not really. Was we, Megan Trainer on the list anywhere? No. <laughs> See, this is the issue with ta- having to bring up any modern music. You, 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 you've heard of some of these people, but you don't know anything Lord. about them. Did Jack Harlow get anybody's list? I've not seen Jack Harlow on a list. Is is Post Malone the newest name on the list? Um. Well, I mean, you, you, we've already had like like Luke Combs is 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 new. Is he new? Okay, he's newer than than Post Malone, I would say. Okay, but you've got like Van Halen, Kenny Chesney. Yeah, I mean names I expect. Uh, Dave Matthews Band is Sonny Dykes at TCU. Tupac, George Strait, The Cars. I was, I'm glad. Zach so, Bryan. Who, who did The Cars? Um, Gus Malzahn. Okay. At UCF. All right. There's one good I thing about that. him. Yeah. The, the sad thing is the people whose musical acts that I like the most are, are, are coaches that I don't like, it seems like. Well, but then again, I mean. But Satterfield was predictable. I'm pretty, like, well, with the exception of, like, bro country. I, I can kind of get into any, any kind of music. Like, there, there's almost anybody, at least like a song by him, maybe. I mean, I, I make, except for Post Malone. It's all, everything he does sucks. But can like, you name he, one Post Malone song? Um, I listened to him. I remember I looked it up, and or was, or was that Machine Gun Kelly? Oh, crap. I can't remember. I know I listened to something he did one time, and it was bad. Sure. I, I can't remember. Do you want me to go play it? No. See, I'm just saying. No, I'm saying you like you like he sucks. You don't no, know any I of know, the songs. No, well, I can't name them, but I know I did go listen to like four songs in his one day. You don't even know if it's him or Machine Gun Kelly. It was some exactly tattooed white dude. I don't know. I mean, they they all sound the same anyway. Exactly. Is that racist? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but because it's a white dude, I didn't think it's supposed to be racist. Kind of is. I think it was loud. <laughs> uh, I also saw during the break that uh, Mick Foley has tweeted about Terry Funk. Yes, former tag team partner. Which I know that you you're, you're upset about the Funker passing away <laughs> at the age of uh, seventy nine. Funk you, Funk you. I, I do remember. I mean, Terry Funk was. Oh, I mean, but let's not forget. I mean, the best thing is he's Roadhouse. He's the he's the bouncer in Roadhouse. That's right. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. He's the he's he's originally part of the Double Deuce, and he gets kicked out, and he goes and works for the. Uh, the bad guy, Bradley. Now, Foley said this. Terry Funk is gone. I just talked to Terry's daughter, Brandy, who gave me the awful news. He was my mentor, my idol, one of the closest friends. He was the greatest wrestler I ever saw. If you get a chance, look up a Terry Funk match or a Terry Funk Ooh, promo yeah. and give thanks that this incredible man gave so much for so long to so many. There'll be no, there'll never be another like him. I read Mick Foley's book back in the day. I like Mick Foley. Have a nice day. I think that was the one. That was the, the original one, yeah. It was the because I read that one, and then I read the the he, Rock one, which the, the Rock it was like you've got nothing to say. It well, kind of cool hearing a story, but he was not nearly as interesting. Mick Foley, I believe, was the first one to do it, and then once and then he, he was like he's like number one on the bestseller list. Yeah, he, he was, yeah, yeah. And then but once he did it, then it was just like boom, everybody like uh, Jericho did it. I mean, Jericho's book's supposed to be pretty decent, and then like Ric Flair did one where Ric Flair's book was the. Uh, the one where he got in trouble for basically calling McFoley a glorified stuntman. No, that's annoying. But uh, and then Hogan, I think, did one. But from what I understand, you, you can only take everything Hogan says as a great. Like, 
90% of what Hogan says is usually exaggerated or a lie. Well, Foley's book was good because he was, you could tell, he was unapologetically honest. Like, he yeah. was going to include the good, the bad. Like, he was going to say what he wants. Everybody else is, it gets to a point where, especially when the first one has success, they want the success, but they also want it to be very much, like, they want to control the narrative. They, they want it to be them. Speaking of which. I read that book while I was on the clock at Toys R Us back in Christmas time. Nice. Spe- speaking of which, there are all these sports documentaries. There's an onslaught of sports docs coming out. Okay. And th- the one that, that premiered last night was this. People were excited about it. The Swamp Kings I about saw that, the Florida football team. I saw that trending. Yeah, the Florida football teams in the Urban Meyer era, the heyday when Tebow's leading them to national titles. And I didn't watch any of it, but I saw the almost universal response was, we're really – not getting into any of this bad stuff. You, you know, I mean, you've got, you know, in hindsight, you've got murderers on this team. You've got convicted felons on this team. You've got a lot of, uh, a lot of issues. And it seems like they pretty much check every box on that team. Yeah. Th- they were very much in control of the narrative, Urban Meyer and Tim Tebow. So like, they probably were executive producers. Like they weren't going to let this, it, it just focused oh, on God. all the good elements, which I feel like is a thing that is becoming more and more, you're seeing more and more of it. With these that, sports stocks. That's why I don't watch, like, people always will be like, did you see it when I go back to wrestling? But, like, they'll, they'll be like, the A&E stuff that's been out, that WWE's done. And I'm like, yeah, it's okay, but I just have, I can't sit and, like, honestly watch a documentary on a wrestler or a wrestling story that WWE is producing because you know you're going to get it through their eyes. Exactly. They're going to avoid mentioning, oh, by the way, let's not forget the six months he spent in jail being a cop because they wouldn't reopen the McDonald's. Or anybody who says something behind the scenes that we don't know about that yeah. the person doesn't want to get out there is like, not going to make the final Like cut. the dark side stuff is good because that's pretty, I mean, they don't hold back. And that's kind of, I mean, when it comes to wrestling and you're talking about wrestling docs, especially when you're talking about 80s stuff, that's, that's juicy stuff, man. Um, so, yeah, that's... It's like the American Gladiators comparison of documentaries I watched. The one on the 30 for 30 sucked. Yeah. Horrible. The one on Netflix, which was not an official connection to them, was very entertaining. And kind of gave you a better glimpse, I think, of how life really was during those, that show. And, yeah, this is if that's the case, then I, I'm not even going to waste my time on watching I probably it. won't either. Yeah. Like, my biggest issue, that's remember mad. when that, that's, that can be during really lockdown, you, people were going crazy about the Michael Jordan Doc, you know, the Last Dance coming out, and it got you know they they went ahead and rushed it because people were so desperate. And I enjoyed the Last Dance; it was something fun to watch. It was cool. But when I heard that he was an executive producer, yeah, you got to take it with a great assault. And he was doing this whole thing where he was like, "I don't even know if people are going to like me after this comes out." There's some not so cool stuff, and all of the he was unlikable stuff was it, it was all just like he was so competitive. Like we knew about the Steve Kerr punch, we knew about. You know the gambling allegations. Like he was never going to let we anything knew he, bad. He kept Isaiah off the team, even though he right. won't admit it. Yeah, and he doesn't. He still doesn't admit it in the doc. Yeah. But like we knew, you knew you weren't going to get any sort of bombshell in there because he had his hand in it. And it, it was almost like you know watching it. It was like when you get the. It was like hearing somebody in a job interview get asked about what's your biggest weakness. Yeah, You're like, I work too hard. I'm so competitive. Yeah, I, I sometimes I ignore my family because I work too hard. And it comes <laughs> to, like that was that was him. Like, oh no, I'm a, I'm a bad guy because I push people too hard. Like he was never going to make himself look that bad, and you're seeing that now. I think with a lot of these sports stocks that are coming out, and it kind of sucks. If I ever go on another interview, like a uh, retail interview that involves that kind of question, I feel like my answer is like, what is your best aspect? I'm like making up things about me at interviews that make me look good. That's what I do best. I always just wanted to be very oddly specific. I don't think I've so I've never had like a real full on job interview like that. Oh, I, I mean, you work in that that question's asked at almost any right. retail or fast food job. Most fast food jobs are like, do you speak English? Yeah. Does your fingers work? Yeah. Okay, you're hired. 
I just want to be like, you know, what's your biggest weakness? Like one time in 2006, I met Matt Geiger in the infield at the Kentucky Derby, and he pool. went for a bro handshake, and I went for a fist bump, and I've regretted it ever since. <laughs> it was so awkward. That is an awkward moment any with anybody, though, right? That would be my answer. That's what that's what I would give. <laughs> that's my biggest weakness. Is there any more anything more awkward than doing the handshake uh, fist pump opposites of each other? Like, no. I always feel well, weird about that. Have you seen the the viral video from Monday Night Football where you know what's his name Joe Buck is in the studio? They've got the guy, and he. <laughs> He, the guy bought the, the Redskins. Right. Jo- Joe yet. Buck's holding his hand out, and it look, it does kind of look like he's asking for a handshake, and the guy goes for the handshake, and it's very clear that that's not what Buck was doing, and Troy Aikman just kind of starts laughing. It's one of the most awkward things I've ever seen on live TV. I saw I saw the tweet about it, but I didn't click on it. I was just like, yeah. Oh, I've I, watched the video like 15 times. Uh, maybe I'll go watch it. I saw, I saw it on Twitter, but I didn't click on it. It's very good. That's <laughs> because I saw it, it said something about awkward handshake with new Washington owner or whatever, and I was like, all right. The Reds are finally on the board in Anaheim. They now trail three to one, chipping away. I mean, you got to. I mean, I don't. Did you see? Did you see where apparently Derek Barnett, the Eagles player, during a practice with the the Colts, punched uh, Anthony Richardson? No. Yeah, he, quarterback. New quarterbacks can punch. Yes. Derek Barnett's got kind of a. He's the. He, well, he went to Tennessee to take. So take that with what it's worth. But uh, I wouldn't call him a bust. But he's been kind of up and down. Uh, injuries a problem. But yeah, apparently, I guess I didn't read the full details of the story, but. That we were doing a joint practice with the uh, Colts, and they, I guess he was going to punch for the ball to force a fumble, and just started like punching him instead, just in general. <laughs> and they got in a big, they got in a scuffle, and Jason Kelsey had to help break it up. Apparently, how are you? How are you allowing a dude to go after your newly named starting quarterback? Have I not told you the Ursays are morons? It certainly sounds like it. I mean, who's the coach they hired? Oh, they got, they had the guy from Little of the Eagles, old OC. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, let's see. We got a uh, not a great. I, I don't know how great of a hire that is, to be honest with you. But do you want to play uh, a little "Am I the a hole"? Because we get we have a bunch of texts, but nope. I, I I promise an "Am I the a hole" story. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. I got this down. Okay, I got this. Is this is this? Okay. Am I the a hole? Am I the Um, I got a time right better, better. That was good. It was good. Okay. Now, you what was because you, you tried a different song. No, the first one was uh, the should I stay or should I go? If oh, it, that was good. Would you please tell me, am I the a hole? <laughs> I will just do one story today because I do. What? I drive around. I just think of this stuff. <laughs> hey, there are worse ways to spend your time. You ain't lied about that. It's going to cut <laughs> your drone time. is going to cut into this heavily. Oh no, no, I de- disagree. All right, now I've not looked at this one. Okay, I like that. Going fresh. I just now see the headline. Like a helicopter. I'm very excited to see how this plays out. Can I, do you read me the hell? Are you gonna read me the headline, please? The headline is "Am I the a hole for being mad my boyfriend won't make noodles the way I like?" Is noodles like like a, a lingo for something else? I don't think so. Okay, let's read the story. Okay, this sounds dumb, but hear me out. I have always been well, a, a good start. I have always been a picky eater, especially when it comes to tomatoes. Okay. Ever since I was a kid, my dad would make spaghetti different from the rest of the house. I like having an essence of the sauce flavor on the noodles, but not the over well, overpowering flavor having noodles bathed in sauce creates. Yeah, first of all, I think I might have found a soulmate, but go on. So That's exactly the way I love it too. Here's where it gets a bit odd. 
my dad would separate my spaghetti from the family's after putting the sauce on and then would rinse the sauce off with the sink and strainer. Okay. I love noodles like this as it is a nice subtle tomato vibe given to the mild spaghetti. I've done it, yeah. My boyfriend, 26 years old, has known about this since we first started dating. He always told me my food habits were cute. We have been dating for almost three years now and moved in together at the beginning of the pandemic so we could be in lockdown together. Ever since we moved in together, he insisted on taking charge of cooking and all related cooking tasks. And he assigned me the role of cleaning the bulk of the apartment. We split other tasks pretty much 50-50 too. Everything was perfect, and he always seemed to be making noodles the way I liked them when we had them. This wasn't until last week when we had spaghetti. We ate and everything was good, but afterwards he started teasing me, saying things like, you really like your, pe- your pasta with an essence of tomato? Or, how is your tomato essence, babe? Always using finger quotes around the word essence. After a few comments, I felt that something was off, and I asked him if he had done anything differently with tonight's noodles than he usually does, and he started laughing. When he finally stopped laughing, he told me the whole truth without smirking. He said, I didn't do anything different than I usually do. I have never been making it the way that you have requested. Apparently, the entire time we've been living together, he's just been skipping the pasta sauce on my noodles entirely. He claimed that if I didn't notice for this long, then it shouldn't matter, that he is making dinner in a way that is easier for him. I disagree entirely. I think the lying was a huge breach of trust, and so was the refusal to make dinner how I wanted. I have admittedly been acting passive-aggressively to him since, but he thinks he did nothing wrong, and that I'm overreacting, and that I need to let it go. Am I the a-hole? Okay. This, this is a tough one. Yeah. Okay. First so of all— you go first. I don't think he's. I don't think the boyfriend's an a hole for. I think they hope for, for like spilling the beans. I think that's the dumbest thing you could possibly. do. Yeah, you're getting you're getting away with it. Yeah, that's that's. I think for like, you know, shattering that glass ceiling and <laughs> of, of you know revealing to it. Like I hate mayonnaise, but I love tuna fish. So like my grandmother would like I would when she'd make mayonnaise. I mean she'd make tuna fish. She'd always make. I'd leave the room so I don't have to see mayonnaise being put in it. Mind over matter, <laughs> you know. I do know. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so I kind of get the feeling, and I'm picky about my spaghetti too. So I'm right with this girl. Like, I wonder if she's cute because um, she might be single soon. So, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, if she hasn't noticed, and I, and I don't think he's an a hole for teasing her about the essence thing. But don't like reveal that you've been like tricking her. I mean, that's like one step short of being like, oh, by the way, I've been crushing up bugs and putting it in your food as well. I mean, that's just, I mean, that's because she didn't notice it. You don't have to like bring it to her attention. That 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 would be the most a whole thing. Her being mad about it, get over it. You obviously didn't mind it, so just now move on. I do think there's some of this on her end. Like, was she? She's being petty. Were you technically like not honest in a relationship? Honesty is important in relationships, yeah, sure. Degree, yeah, but also maybe look a little bit inward and see that he wasn't making you still. You tasted no difference. Maybe it's time to get over the whole essence thing. Maybe it's more of a nostalgia deal. Maybe you just like to remember it that way because it was something that your dad did for you that was special. And the reality is, you know, your taste buds have moved on. It's fine. You don't need to have it made that way. If it's easier on him, maybe let him do it the way he's been doing it. But yeah, also the the flaunting of it. What are you doing, dude? Like you, yeah, you clearly didn't notice, so what, what's the problem? I just mean, a, a dumb thing to do. Now, there are two edits to the story. He said, edit, she said, edit, my boyfriend found the post and he's not happy. I'm debating pouring the sauce directly down the drain to spite him. Edit two. That's an a-hole move. So a lot has happened since this morning. Y'all may be happy to hear that we broke up. 
We had a huge blowout fight since he found the post, which led to me breaking up with him. He did not like being called a predator, and I started thinking that y'all had a point about it. A predator. So I ended up breaking up with him. He attempted to plead with me a bit. My parents pay our rent, so he can't afford the place without me, but I wouldn't budge. Now some things I found out in the apartment. First, he is not a pharmacist like he always told me. He just works at CVS. Second, he actually cheated on me multiple times with other girls that go to my college. And lastly, and worst of all, he has never actually been allergic to dogs. He just doesn't like them. Well, this is new information that goes against the story because he's definitely an a-hole if all that's true. Okay. Also, I'm seeing now that she is 20 and he's 26 and they've been dating for three years. So he was 23 and she was 17. I have no comment on that. Um, That violates the rule. uh, Divide the age in half and add add seven. Okay. I guess if he was lying about the spaghetti, I guess you shouldn't be shocked he's lying about other stuff. The best part of the entire story is he's not a pharmacist. He just works at CVS. I thought he was going to say he sells weed. (laughs) He's been selling drugs out of his car. Second, like, I don't want to miss the fact that clearly her parents are paying their rent. Apparently. I mean, I think you both need to count. Well, I mean, she's only 20. Here's the other thing that needs to be investigated here. I would be willing to bet that if she went to her dad and said, hey, you know how you always do the thing where you would put the sauce on the pasta and then you'd strain mine specifically for me, that he was doing the same thing that the boyfriend was doing. Probably. I think it's all just in your head a little bit. I think it's probably a good thing that they they broke up, though. This doesn't sound like this relationship was heading anywhere. Clearly, the the guy's a loser, but I think in the actual story, she's kind of more the a-hole. That's me. Yeah, her her, her taking it, I mean... The fact they broke up with from leading from he admitted to making the spaghetti she liked, which is hilarious. I mean, <laughs> if you can't make it through a good spaghetti fight, you're probably not going the distance. Seriously. <laughs> all right, there, there you go. That's our us for today. That's we'll the take, only one we got today. Yeah, well, I mean, we got a lot of texts to get. Oh, yes, sure it is. Five, oh, we got it's five thirty. Five thirty. Take a, we'll take our last break. Oh, when we come back, we'll get to the text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. If you got thoughts to get in, now is the time to make it happen. We'll come back. We'll read your text here on the Mike Rutherford Show on fourteen fifty and ninety six one. The Big X. Like a James Taylor in the song, the only the only scene in the whole movie of funny people because that movie sucked 
that was decent was when Seth Rogen meets James Taylor and he goes, you ever tired of singing Fire and Rain? He's like, he's like, you ever tired of telling penis jokes? He's like, no. He's like, neither am I. <laughs> I, didn't, I had no idea that James Taylor was in. It's like a, it's like a random scene. I don't know why. <laughs> All right, five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton sex line. We'll get to uh, we'll get to your thoughts here in about what we've got like twenty minutes to get to. If you want to have your thoughts heard, now is the time to make them known. Texture says, going back to the drone talk, obstacle avoidance can freak out the drone if you fly inside. Regarding regulations, really small drones are much looser in regard to that, but you do need to be safe. I mean, I'm not gonna fly it indoors though. I. I can't, I want to be like, why would you people think I would fly it indoors? And I just realize I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's me. It. Yeah, I think it's more about the fact that like you may, if you just were trying to like, like set it up while I'm inside, still yeah, get it, get a handle of like how to use the control is what the, that's what the original texture was saying. You don't want to do that. No, I'll go, I'll go out and like on the outside. I'll go outside and like set it up and everything. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't take hard to set up. It's just like as I watched the tutorial, it's. You put the batteries in the remote, and you just like you had to like push like up, up, down, left, left, B or something. Okay, but do I need to remind you of the recliner story? Okay, first of all, that is that we're talking about two. A recliner is much bigger than this, this than this drone. Second, I was not the I didn't set up the recliner, so therefore I can't be held responsible for the burnout who didn't notice the box. Underneath it, then owned the head of the rest of the pieces in it. Well, you're glossing over the fact that you also did not notice the box that had all the pieces in it. Well, I didn't put the chair together. It was put together while I was still sleeping. Get out. Billy <laughs> Dilla Cruz three run bomb. Red's on top four I three. I literally thought you were telling me to get out. I'm like, what? I'm <laughs> pissed about this chair. Jeez, dude. Do you want the chair? You can have the freaking chair. Take it. Man. Get out of here. I'm buy another one. Ah, oh, that felt good. Sorry, I couldn't help that. You know the right-handed <laughs> home run, second of the year. Get out of here. The irony is that I don't even like. I, I don't think I think I have it unplugged right now. Like the chair, like I never. I don't like go. I don't actually move it, uh, recline it up and down very much. I'm surprised. We, yeah, now that you say that, you know, it was such a, <laughs> it was such a big storyline on the show when it was happening. Well, I'm surprised we didn't get more of an update because you you have not talked about that chair very much since it. you figured out how to get it to work. And uh, you mean find the box underneath? Find it the box with the part. In, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, because the thing is, before before I was able to get the, the reclining mechanism working, the chair was kind of really too low, and that's what I didn't like that. But now, because it, it's a lift chair, so I've got it kind of halfway between like as high as it can get and as low as it can get. It just kind of sits there, and that's where I kind of sit and, and, and with it at that location. I'm Texture, amazed it's still holding up, to be honest with you. <laughs> Texture says, "When's Virginia coming on the show?" It's a good question. Probably, I mean, sooner rather than later. Did she ever go on any of the radio shows? No, she no, she's know. so little. I mean, yeah. she was when I started here. I mean, she was one. Yeah, so I'm saying you, she was born. You were off the air, so right? she or, that that attitude is just it's growing and growing and growing. She's getting. I mean, she will be. She's probably already a better radio personality than I am. Like she's. I mean, she won't be the first kid on the show. We and Patrick was very young when he first came yeah. in. I had my uh, my buddy Ruben, his son, who's now 22. He was on here when he was like 11. Well, I told you, I mean, well, she's three, so that's a little bit different. Okay, she, we're working our way down. You know, she puts on the headphones that I have on right now, she'll, every now and then. She used to, like a year ago, get them out of my backpack, and then she would play radio, or she would just do what she thinks I do, which is just, when she's probably right, like say random <laughs> words. And we, like, I was videoing her, she was just like, 
How did everybody go to uh, Instagram on Instagram? Instagram forever. I'd never heard her say the words Instagram. And it just it came up as she was doing radio. But she uh, eventually, I think we're like two years away from letting her launch her own YouTube channel so we can both retire. Because I think she's, she's ready to go. We got to unleash her on the world. Texture says, is there any reason a Louisville fan would not want to add Cal, Stanford, and SMU? It just seems like more money for us and really no downside except for a couple of West Coast trips a year. Is it really more money? I mean, that, that's the whole thing. Is didn't you post something about Stanford's like financial issues or not issues, but like the, how much they bring in? Well, the yeah, the issue was, and this was just with Stanford and Cal. Okay. If you brought them in under the current revenue sharing plan, okay. it'd be about two million dollars less per school. Now SMU is doing the thing where they're like, we don't need any revenue. We, we, we're not, we won't take any revenues. We've got big time donors. I mean, SMU is a very wealthy school. We've got boosters that are like it's now or never for joining a power conference they're going to supply the 200 million dollars that we would get for the first five years and we'll take nothing we, we just want to be in your conference so that's a little bit of a different story so i don't know exactly how much they would i mean you, if you're adding stanford account you're adding them for stability you're not necessarily adding them because they're going to be a big revenue boost to the, the conference no there's no those teams are left yeah all those schools have been gone for like four years now Texture says, uh, let's talk about the fact that Brett McMurphy did this for every FBS school in the country, and only one coach would not give an answer on his favorite artist. Deion Sanders at Colorado. Really? Come on, Deion. I'm, 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 I, I, know, I hate when, uh, not to, you know, be Rob Lowe over using the word literally here, but I literally would have expected Deion to say himself. Must be the money. Yeah, I could see that. Even, even if it's sort of like a half serious response you should have at least said something i mean yeah i mean i wonder i would i could see him going like de la soul that would have been like i mean that was his wheelhouse in the early 90s late 80s best beat yeah great beat yeah texture Uh, says the tk (laughs) breaking news that way scared the living ish out of me my first thought was bad uofl news damn it oh i'm sorry the 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 terry funk news yeah you're like bad news here I, I don't. I, I never know where you're going to go. It could be, it could be something like a you know, a wrestler has been dropped from his contract or something, or it could be U of L has been banned from the from any bowl game for the next 16 years. You just, I, I never know with you. I, I will. The dropping of the contract. I don't know if I would actually bother. Got with terrible you. news here. But it's like <laughs> DoorDash is going to be late, or it's like, or it could be Jeff Brom is he's he left us for Cincinnati too to go be offensive coordinator for Scott Satterfield. I mean, I just <laughs> and Brian's taking over. Uh, be terrible news. <laughs> I I mean I I I think like the limit of like. Sam Darnold and Trey Lance's future being up in the air for San Francisco is like the, the least like most important thing I would do, do a breaking news for. That's still kind That's of an important did. news drop, right? I mean, not really. No, not really. No. Okay. Texas, I can totally see the football team running out to Mama said knock you out. I don't call it a comeback. That would be good. I hope they don't come out of. I don't want to sit in my room when I stare at the wall. <laughs> I look at your post and my conscience calls. <laughs> Booty love, are you sure? Oh, no, we got to come out to doing you. it, doing it, doing it right. <laughs> How you doing, Murray? My name is L. I'm from Queens. We can have, we can have uh, Boys to Men come out and do the uh, crush. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> now we get yeah, it just gets super sexy when we get to like eight and oh. <laughs> hey love, hey love. This is more than I crushed you. Texas, it sounds like some coaches are trying to recruit via their favorite artist with favorite in quotes. Yeah, I think there's a lot of that happening where they're trying to put it out there. Really? Where are you going with Merle Haggard? Like I, gen- <laughs> I, mean, I think some coaches are being okay. genuine. Like, I think Brom is genuinely being honest. I, I think don't think so, he's trying yeah. to win any win over any recruits or win any sort of favor with journalists by using L. Cool. I think that's probably his legitimate maybe, favorite artist. Maybe the recruit's grandfather. But I do think so. Like, yeah, like. <laughs> Does Mike Elko really listen to Jay-Z? There's no way. Because if you're a coach that wants to appeal to a younger generation and you don't know rap at all, who are you generically going to? Like if you Probably s- Jay-Z. Like if you saw me, would you be surprised that I'd say Sublime? Not really. Okay. Without knowing me or talking to me? No, not, not, not necessarily. No, okay. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't realize you were going to be disappointed by that answer. <laughs> I'm a little surprised. I thought you'd be like, yeah, I thought you'd listen to something else. No, I can see you being a Sublime guy. Okay. Well, that's why I am. Texas, I would have expected Mac to go with George Jones or Johnny Cash based on his age. For Satterfield, it would have been Jimmy McCracklin, mainly based on the fact that he had a song called All Shucks. I'm surprised Dabo didn't do Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, I mean, Dabo strikes me as a a parrothead for sure. I could definitely see that. Texas says... Or Captain Tennille. The the texture texting in about the carport situation is definitely not the a-hole. Texture says, aren't carports supposed to open on both ends? Why don't they just put a carport at the end of their own driveway? Well, you, well yeah. I'm a little idea. confused on that one. All I know is if they're – the only main point that I took away from that is the person has three to, like ideas, all of which would be built on the texture's property. Also, they, they, so they, they, but they share one driveway, right? Correct. So like half the driveway is his, and the other half is the is the is the, is the neighbors. So does they have two drive? So each have two driveways, I guess. No. Like I'm trying to picture the house. I'm like they have a driveway on one side of the house. Each do. They've got one and shared there's driveway. One, well, that's kind of my parent. I mean, my my in laws. My in laws have a shared driveway. Really? Yeah. And you just like you get half, and the other person gets the other half. It's just kind of like a you have to sort of just rely on decency that they're not going to like abuse the. Go over the half or do more than they're going to. It's a long driveway, but yeah, it's it's a shared driveway. That's yeah. I guess that's never yeah. I never I've never had that experience. Or at least shared one that where you didn't have your own and you're sharing the other with the person or something. Texture says, uh, "Trevor quote of the day." Oh, good lord! What I say, Mike? It's going to last approximately seven minutes. Trevor, I beg to differ. It'll last longer than that. What are things Trevor has definitely said before for eight hundred dollars? <laughs> That's going to last longer than that. Didn't promise it would. Texas says, what are you talking about JT not having a song like Humping Around? He did do D in a Box and Mother Lover. D in a Box is, is, yeah, but those is fantastic, but it's funny. It's, but it's th- a joke. I'm talking more like Long Island, the Long Island people. Than Lonely him. Island, yeah. Yeah, Lonely Island. Yeah, it's more, that was more Andy Samberg than, than, him, than Justin yeah. Timberlake. The D but in it is a Box great was song. funny, though. It's yeah. fantastic. It's still funny. I didn't I, I didn't hear about that. I was low, so late to that party. I'm, I'm shocked. I know. This is, that's, yeah, I'm, what? I'm glad you're sitting you? down to hear that. Somebody, I don't remember who it was, my buddy Shane, who lives in Miami now. Like He sent me, uh, I don't remember what, what happened in sports, and he sent me the, um, I, uh, can, you use the can you use the word, on myself. Can we say that on the radio? And then I blanked in my pants. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know if we're allowed to say The first time I saw that, it's one of the hardest I've ever laughed. I, and I'd never known, and that was one of the newer ones. And I'd never seen it, because I don't watch, I didn't know who Lonely, I didn't know who any of these guys were, because I don't watch Saturday Night Live, I'm so unhip. And he sent me that video, and it's like probably three years removed from it coming out. 
And I'm, I'm with you. I I cried. I was the next thing I know. I'm sitting to every friend I have. I'm like, you have you sitting there? Like, dude, yeah. I saw like five years ago. I'm like, this is great. And then I went down the rabbit hole. You of, being uh, forward guy is is the least oh, shocking thing no. I've heard about. You. The thing, the best forward part, forward it is, like it's hot. Forward <laughs> it like it's hot. The best part is, is I have like legitimately like only like really like two friends that I like do that with, and they're they're even like less technical than me. Like one of them just finally got on Facebook last year. Like he's, he's just, Wait so, till you see this lady stopping so, grapes on the news. Channel. I know I can. <laughs> I know I can always introduce them to it. They're like, <laughs> and there's somebody probably they have that's worse than them. But when he sent me that video, I'm with you. I laughed. I can't remember. How, I, I still I watch it today and I still laugh. Those videos, that one, the Michael Bolton one. I knew Michael Bum was such a cinephile. cinephile. It's, it's so, that's a good one, too. I mean, that's this a good This is the day <laughs> of <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow. But the uh, yeah, In My Pants is the best one. Uh, D in a Box is good. Mother Lovers is good. But D, In My Pants is there's nothing better. Now, the licensed drone pilot says, I urge Trevor not to fly over Wagner High School as it is a Class D restricted airspace. It's too close to Bowman Field and Hospital Hellport at Baptist Health. Oh, I guess. Not I, safe for you. I do see that. But. But here's the thing. My drone's not going high as high as a, as a helicopter airplane, right? So why should it be a problem? I don't know. Texture says it takes that long to get to the moon because it's far away, Trevor. My God, I'm going to be impressed if Trevor hits double digits on the ACT. <laughs> y'all going to y'all, y'all laugh. You're going you're gonna to feel really crunchy when it turns out I'm like an idiot savant. Texture says Cincinnati got a fast bear cat, and I want a ticket to anywhere. Maybe we make a deal. Maybe together we can get somewhere. Any place is better than Louisville. It's funny. I like that. You got a fast back. <laughs> Texas, I would have guessed Mike Jones for Dana Holgerson. I could have seen that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a guy who screams his name, right? Mike Jones, yeah. Texas, who do you think is going to win the GOP debate tonight? Well, you get the GOP debate, and then is you that, got— Is that tonight? It's tonight, but you but Donald Trump's not in it. He's doing an interview with Tucker Carlson instead. And then Trump's mugshot's going to be out tomorrow. Okay, so it's a big twenty-four hours in American politics, and AEW's on tonight. And AEW's it's on a tonight. go-home show for the uh, Wembley show, which is the most sold tickets ever in wrestling history. Eighty, t- almost eighty-five thousand people are going to see this. Blood, yes, guts. I know those are going. There was ninety-three thousand at uh, uh, WrestleMania three. No, it was like sixty-five thousand. But um, we get like fifty texts to read in like six minutes. Okay, go on. Just let you know. I don't even know where I'm at. That's, I don't even know what I'm talking about. I, I, I could tell. <laughs> But the topic was the GOP debate. And Trump. Oh yeah, who's, we don't need. We don't well, who's going to be debating then? It's going to be uh, you know Mike Pence is going to be bringing the hot fire. Oh yeah, because that guy just <laughs> oozes charisma. Yeah, who else? I mean, you've got uh, y- your boy Ron DeSantis, who's I think more and more looking like he's not a, a human being. That's the Florida guy, right? That's the Florida guy. Who- okay, he could that could be an because he's a putz. He could say it. You don't know what he's going to say. That that's that could lead for interesting. I mean, I don't. He's just every clip of him recently is him trying to act like a human. Looking, he looks like a robot who's trying to be human. Is is very clearly not. so. He's going to be debating Mike Pence. Well, among other people, there's going to be more there too. I think there's going to be eight people. Is Daniel there. Cameron going to be there? Daniel Cameron will not be here. He's running for governor. Is there anything that makes me laugh more than the uh, the political ads that that make fun of the other guy for like releasing early paroles, like? He took away this man's this family. So I'm like, dude, seriously? They parole everybody. Everybody gets paroled. <laughs> it always reminds me of the old Simpsons when when uh, Sideshow Bob ran for governor, and they're like, Quigma, 
Quigley put a, a staircase in instead of an elevator in the prison walls. <laughs> it's like showing guys going in and out right randomly. I think really eight. So the only other people that I know is eight is, GOPs. I know Tim Scott and Nikki Haley. I don't know any of the other GOP candidates that are That's pretty bad. I should know. I'm, then, then I have no chance of knowing, right? I mean, you really all you need to know at this point is Trump. I mean, Trump's ahead by like 40 points on everybody. Okay. Dude's <laughs> about to be in jail. He's not even. If nope. he goes to jail. Yeah. Well, we're getting the mugshot tomorrow. We had the mugshot of Giuliani and uh, Sidney Powell and the other person today. It's uh, it's all happening. Uh, Giuliani does look like Uncle Leo from Seinfeld in his mugshot. <laughs> Hello. Texture says, confusing Post Malone with Machine Gun, Gun Kelly is credible. Thank you. There you go. Texture says, the show had so much wrestling talk today, maybe too much. Sorry, this is my third text today. Hey, well, you know, it's too much texting from somebody, too. <laughs> teasing him. <laughs> Texture says, uh, the lady who eats plain spaghetti needs to grow up. No, I don't think that's bad. I mean, just people have different taste buds. Really? Of course you know I'm an offender. Well, that's true. Texture says, I bet her dad was doing the same with the noodles. I said the same thing. Mm. Totally agree. Texas, would you rather Louisville go 9-3 and three with wins against Notre Dame and UK and no ACC championship game appearance or 9-3 and three with losses to those schools and an appearance into the, in the ACC championship game? I want to beat UK. Oh, that's a, that, that's a really good. Yeah, but I just want to beat UK. I can't handle losing to UK again. I, we need to end this right now. But this, is saying, this, this isn't saying like we'd lose the ACC title game. We would theoretically have a chance to beat Florida State or Clemson and win a conference championship. I like to say I'll go with the first one just because if we're nine and three and we're beating Notre Dame UK and we're not an AC title game, I feel like we're going to be. It's because we're getting cheated. Somehow. I know, but you you can't answer that way. You, no. you can't. I'm going conference championship game. Well, it, sure. it is a tough. I mean, it is a tough question because I really don't want to lose to both Notre Dame and UK. I just don't want. I'm, I'm tired of losing to UK. I want Little Howard. I, I'm I'm I, I'm 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 done with this. I, I mean, I, I'm yeah. Let's get this over with. Texas, I was a valet at the Sealback in college. I parked Dion's car and helped De La Soul with her luggage. De La Soul gave me a T-shirt, which was very cool. Dion's girlfriend had to make him tip, which he begrudgingly did. Dion had a bunch of shirtless Polaroids of himself hanging on his dashboard. Okay. That's not shocking. First of all, I like, believe that story 100%. Like this, how, many, how many famous people has this dude met? Well, at least two. And that's how randomly like the, the two people we'd bring up, De La Soul and, and, and Dion. Same texture said, this pasta chick needs to grow up. Getting this upset over a recipe seems childish. Intentionally being passive-aggressive, very immature. Calling him a predator over this. Why? Maybe he's a loser, but you got to behave like an adult if you want a relationship to succeed. I agree with that text. I think that's a good text. I'm on the same page. Texas, I'm with a guy on this one. I can't stand stupid, childish eating habits, but in addition, if these two adults are relying on their parents to pay their rent in an apartment, they probably need to break up anyway. And grow the bleep up. Well, if they're 20 and 26, they're barely adults. I think that's the big takeaway, though, is they, pro- yeah. they needed to break up. Yeah, that, that's probably a good thing, yeah. Texas says, why would anyone be surprised that a stoner who's still stuck in the 90s likes Sublime? Okay, thank you. Well, you don't know. Is that an insult or not? I can't tell. That's a- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is the same guy whose last text was asking if you don't have a penis-sized nipple or nipple-sized penis. Man, he's jack of all trades. <laughs> By the way, I think I went with the latter on that one, didn't I? Texas is over under how many times Mike Pence says the word mother tonight. Oh, is that a big thing for him? It's a, yeah. God. Um, He's the one that walked out because of the national anthem taking anything, right? Oh yeah, that was. I love which stories you do remember from like obscure <laughs> stories that I've forgotten from three he years went, ago. Because he went to the Colts game, and he stayed for like two minutes and then left. That's right. That was which was very clearly a planned thing. Oh, you, of course, yeah. You knew that was going to happen. Yeah. 
All right, we've got uh, Reds lead 4-3 right now. We've got Louisville Bats baseball coming your way tonight. Uh, Bats looking for a bounce back after a 24-10 loss last night in a wild game. It was rough, man. It was, I mean, it was it was like elephant making love to a cat rough. It was bad yesterday. Who are they playing? They're playing the, Tol- the Mudheads, right? This is Tol- yeah, it's six-game stretches, yeah. All right, Bats versus Toledo tonight, 635 first pitch, 605. The coverage will start right here on 1450. Yep. The biggest. Who wins tonight? We'll pick the Bats Mudheads. Um... I, I can tell by your just th- that reaction. You're I, hope, Toledo. I know Nick's not listening. So I hope he's not just yet, but I'm going Toledo. Yeah, I would like to add though before you give a thing. Uh, if you do want to get out to the game tonight, um, I don't know when they started. They're still doing it, but Louisville basketball players are out there signing autographs tonight. Oh, short on um, details, but that's a <laughs> well, that's a big big note. I wish I could do. That. I know I know Sky Clark is one of the names out there. That nice. Will be. Uh, so our guards will be there. Uh, you want to meet all the guards. Make it out to Slugger Field to meet Sky Clark and others tonight. Or yeah. listen to the game right here on 1450. They're doing a meet and greet. I don't know if it's going on now or how close the game is, but they'll be out there. So, And Barry Larkin was at the game last night. Well, you're an awful company, man. The Bats are getting it done tonight. They're bouncing back. Uh, They're beating Toledo. Bats win. Hopefully the Reds can hang on here. Everyone have a fantastic Wednesday night. I think we're supposed to be back at the State Fair. I'm, we, I need assurance before I go to the State Fair that the show is not going to be a catastrophe. Someone I kind of want you. To, I kind of want you to, to come into the show here tomorrow because I can because I can bring the drone in with me. Yeah, I'll, I want to do the show here tomorrow too. I'll set the drone up tonight, and, uh, the show here. and then we can do the uh, we'll do the drone. We won't have much time. But we can go outside and do like the drone during a break or something and film it. All right, guys, have a fantastic Wednesday. We're back somewhere tomorrow at three. Oh, flowers will not, flowers go will not be there. Texas, sorry. <laughs> go Reds. Go Bats. Go home.